The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yo, 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 what's happening? It's your boy Buffed Up, almost Buffed Up, Buffy, 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 Tuffy, Luffy, Cuffy, Cuffy, Muffy, Cuff, 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 Yo, it's your boy Buffed Up, Buffy. We're about to do requests during Toto Africa. I guess the rain's not in Africa. Now, Johnny, you know how that body look? No, we haven't gone to the body lately, but we did chest today. Today's my Friday, why they tired, so let's get it. Rest, 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 go. Rest, Yo, 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 buffed out, buffy, buffed out. Shot, 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 shot. Shot, shot, to the left, come on, to the right, come on, come on, come on, to the left, uh, 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 to the right, yeah, come on, I hear the drums that go Conversation. 
bębnów, ale słyszy tylko szept cichej rozmowy. Przylatuje o pół do pierwszej, oświetlane przez księży skrzydła odbijają gwiazdy. Prowadzące mnie do zbawienia, zatrzymałem starca przy drodze w nadziei na odniesienie do zapomnianych słów lub rodzinnych melodii. Odwrócił się do mnie, jakby chciał powiedzieć, pospiesz się chłopcze, to czeka tam na ciebie. Trzeba by wiele by z ciebie zrezygnował. Nawet to i więcej ludzi nie jest w stanie nic zrobić. Błogosławię deszcze Afryki. Zrobienie rzeczy, których nie robiliśmy trochę potrwa.
Hello and a good week to everyone. This is what I'm wearing. This is what's hot. Do you like it? Please show me here and there. So what up this Easter, eh? This guy here, uh, he asked for a song. You get a lot of requests, man. Since I'm a pro, I got a bigger case of this. So I'm just gonna... You know, just uh, subscribe. I'm doing this every week now. You gotta, you gotta pay attention. It's all about paying attention, guys. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Zach, you're on the late night alternative, or as I'm calling it from now on, hashtag TLNA. Oh, yeah. Guys, this is it. If you want the chance to win a pair of tickets to one of the shows that we're doing somewhere in the country, uh, you've got to tweet hashtag. T-L-N-A. Tilna. Tilna. Hashtag Tilna. And um, uh, at some point in the next... Uh, uh, tomorrow On tomorrow night's show, we will pick a, a tweet at random, um, or the most amusing tweet. We'll pick the most amusing tweet kind of at random so that we don't get in trouble with Ofcom too much. I think this is one we can swerve, and you can have a pair of tickets to a show we're doing somewhere in the country. But you've got you to get the hashtags in, guys. you really got to get the hashtags in. Uh, uh, Zach, what's the hashtag? T-L-N-N. Well, I can't remember, but anyway. Do you know what it stands for, Zach? Here's the clue. Um, I can't hear anything. Sorry? Hello? Hello? Yes. You couldn't hear anything because there was silence. What does it stand for? 
idiot. Sorry? Okay, oh. thanks for calling, Zach. There we go. Let's go to Andre. Andre, hashtag TNA. What does it stand for, buddy? TNA? Yep. Oh, T- no, no, not TNA. We know what that stands for. Yeah. <laughs> no, T-L-N-A. T-L-N-A. Okay. You just called the late night um, alternative. It's great to have you on board. We're playing. What does the hashtag? The, t- the, the late, the late night alternative oh, show. Andre, the, the, the late night alternative show. What a plum! Yes, Andre. It, yes, well right? done. It's the late night. I win. You do win. When, when's the show? Oh no, you don't win tickets for the show. No, you just win my respect. You have to actually t- oh. t- tweet the hashtag. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Who was doing Toto just a minute ago? I um, don't know what you're talking about. What have you got for us, Andre? Oh, just check it in, and I like that, I like that bit of music and singing. It was good. Mm, well, we could do a bit more. I just open the show up. I mean, I could have to open the lappy up for you, of course. Yes. Um, after the last performance, you might not want me to. Very po- I think it's best when you sing maudlin songs that you know. What was saying like Morrissey? Yeah, I th- I, there's there's or, a, there's or the damned or Clash or something or the Jam. Yeah, maybe a slow Jam song. That's entertainment, possibly. Yeah, that's that would be great. Yeah, I might be able to get the lappy on for you later. That'll be. Oh, we would look forward to that so much, Andre. Yeah, but you have to ask Kathy. Double bubbles allowed. Yeah? I'll ask her now. She's just come back in. Catherine, is double bubble all right? It is Andre, and he's going to do that entertainment by the jam for us later on. No, verdict. Oh no, please. No. Oh please. No. Um, sorry, Andre. That's a no. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks for calling. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone. No, I've had number. a meeting with the boss. I've got to be stricter. Okay. Um, if, by the way, if any of the listeners out there want to submit their cover versions of the song Africa by Toto, it's a great song. I don't How know does if it you've go? heard it. Um, hang on a minute. <laughs> what was that weird instrument that we found that person playing? Oh, the Hadji? Hadji. Hadjemji. Two J's at the end. Um, no, I can't find it. Um, anyway, we'll find it and we'll play that. Um, if anybody wants to, to send us in a cover of the song Africa by Toto, which is the greatest song in the world. Um, Mark Davis says he's really enjoying the Toto uh, covers. So that's great news. Mark, thank you very much indeed. It's good good to have says you on 20 board. minutes isn't enough. And I know, and I know, and I know, and I know. But Friday's coming up and you know what Friday is. Toto Africa covers night. So this is just a prelude. This is an hors d'oeuvre. These are the ones. This is the semi-finals. These are the ones that didn't make it through to the finals. Oh, but we've got three hours of Toto covers tomorrow night. Total Toto. Total Toto Africanos, if you please. Catherine didn't bring in the papers. I thought you already had got them. It's your job to bring in the papers. Not really. It's a favour I do for you. It's not a favour. It's called... What's all wrong right. with your arms? Okay. They're longer than mine. Okay, okay. Let's let's. And let's... here's the thing, right? I'm gonna. All right, if we're playing this game, Ian reads the papers and then expects me to bring them in, which is fine. It's cool. I'll do that. We're friends, I think. But would a friend read the papers and then instead of stacking them neatly on the desk, just throw them on the floor? They're not on the floor tonight. They're on a chair. Here's a question, and I'm going to ask you a question because, as you say, we're friends. Um, and I know I can ask you anything. Okay. Go on. But are you ready for the answer? Because I will answer. Yeah, no, no, I'm ready for the answer if you're ready for the question. I'm always ready for the question. And I treated myself this week to an electric thinking pen, (laughs) which, honestly, it does the writing for you. It's incredible. Amazing. 
So here's the question. Yeah. You're the producer of this show. Apparently. What do you actually do? Well, I tell you that Andre is not coming on Double Bubble, and if you carry on, I'll start banning all of the callers that you like wow. and bring on all the ones that I prefer. OK, that's fair enough. That's that's a producer's job in a nutshell, guys. If you want to be a producer on a radio show, and this is what you got to do. you got to be a feisty lady, man. you got to be a feisty lady. Um, do you want me to go and get you the papers? Yeah, sure, why not? Um, it's going to be one of those shows tonight, guys, where we sit here and we talk absolute guff. If you want to take part, you'd be very, very welcome to. Oh, three, four, four. 499-1000 is the telephone number. Um, if you're waiting for a question about immigrants and Muslims and Brexit and Johnson and Trump and all of that stuff, it's not really It's not really what we do here. We sit here and we play um, Africa by Toto for 20 minutes and we talk complete and utter balls, right? If you want to play, you'd be very, very welcome to. You can call in about anything, absolutely anything, big, small, light, Heavy, whatever. I don't mind. I'm feeling tired. You're feeling tired. Casa Payne in the lovely to see you, Catherine. Thank you very much indeed. So you can give us a call about absolutely anything. Oh, some good news. We got some good news for the ladies. We got some great news for the guys. We got some wonderful news for the children. Greg's is giving away pies. (laughs) I made that up. Hello, hello, I just made up a song that sounds like it comes out of Guys and Dolls, a film I've never seen. We've got some great news for the ladies, we've got some groovy news for the guys, we've got some wonderful news for the kids, Greg's are giving away pies. Excellent. Does that involve also sausage rolls? Greg's are not giving away pies, but oh. that's, uh, it's, it's a musical I'm working on, uh, on the, uh, based on the, the life story of Greg's. Set in um, set in uh, Gangtorn, New York, circa 1952. Uh, great news. We reported. Um, we reported. We covered the story that others feared to tread on, tread upon, about the couple who bought, got married, bought a house, bought a house. Got I don't know the actual chain of events. Bought a house, got married, went on honeymoon, came back. And there was a fence. <gasps> yeah. Um, right up next to the front door. It was torn down. Yeah, by the council. Was it the council mm-hmm. that tore it down? Yeah. Oh, you know the story better than me, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's part of my job. I bet that fence comes back. Oh, I'm sure it will, got because a... the farmer's obviously got beeves. Got beeves. I, I tell you what, I love the fact that, that me playing uh, 20 minutes of the same song has scared off all the callers, pissed off the 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 um, post-jungle... Slack fans, um, you know, and YouTube is uh, is uh, ablaze with people going. Oh, I'm not going to. I'm not going to listen to this. Night. I'm actually going to watch this on catch up and fast forward through this. No, well, you won't. we're not going to put it up on YouTube. Yeah, like we that. go. You see, how's about them apples? And this is a nice lesson on how to get the audience on your side. <laughs> oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. Kazkari has sent me a version of Toto. That's not the version I was talking about. It was, it was, a, it was a, 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 an instrument called something like a Romanji or something. And it was like, it was like a little, it looked like a little auto harp. But um, you didn't pluck, it had strings on it. You didn't pluck it, you just pressed the strings. It was the most remarkable 
Sound. I instantly eBayed one. To see, looked on eBay to see if I could find one. Well, look through your searches and see what it was called. Oh, hey, I um, I bought Paul McCartney live, nineteen ninety six or CD, double CD on eBay for ninety nine pence plus one pound thirty p and p. It arrived in a terrible state. The case was cracked. The CDs were falling out. It was awful. So I messaged the guy and said, oh, "Thanks for sending this. Little bit disappointed." the state of the cover and i sent him pictures and he replied well you can buy covers uh, cd covers five cd covers for a pound in poundland so just go and do that i replied that's a great idea i'm assuming you'll be refunding me the pound so i can don't go and do it he did he refunded it me so it i'm not gonna buy a cover i'm gonna spend that pound on sweets but he um and it only cost me 99p plus postage plus postage plus postage oh three four four here we go. A harpeggi. A harp. What is a harpeggi? We, uh, we didn't ask yesterday why docking is pleasurable. If anyone can answer that in, in, a, in a, you know, in a decent way, why docking is um, is is pleasurable, then because th- it look it seems like more of a a trick. It's a practice by gay men. Yeah. Where they get. Do you know docking? Well, it's, I don't want to go into detail. Um, and can I just tell you something as well? Do not whatever you do, Google space docking. Oh, whatever you do, don't Google that because that and I'm and I'm actually being serious. That's not me doing the reverse psychology. Imagine if tonight was the <laughs> night that Rebecca Brooks and um, uh, Rupert Murdoch chose to listen to this show for. Hey, what? Hey, I'm from Australia. I'm from Australia. What's this kid talking about? Rebecca, go and Google space talking. What the hell is he talking about? How can I Google it? What is? I'm from Australia. What is it, Rebecca? What is it? You don't want to. You don't want to see it, Rupert. You don't, you don't want to see it. You don't want to see it. What is it? I want to see it and I want to, I want to, I want to know if I can get into it. And then she shows him a video and he has a heart attack. Harpeggi is an electric stringed musical instrument developed in 2007 by Tim Meeks, founder of Marcodi Musical Products. And it is a descendant of the Starboard. How, how much can I get one for? I know, see Wikipedia. It's my birthday soon, and Kath, you could buy me one, Kath. You You're could... assuming I haven't already bought your present. Oh, my, my. Good evening, Dan. Hello, mate. How are you? Uh, oh, right. A little bit. A um, little bit. Uh, I've... Well, we we went and ate a lot of food tonight. We we, we both... Wasn't a lot. It... I, I, I'm not sad about I had it. I but we had, well, we had burger and chips. I had a, a, a milkshake and a can of cream soda, good cream soda. And yeah. um, we've been trying to lose weight, but we've both been feeling really weak recently. Oh, this is what I wanted to talk about. Right. So last, my my, my life, my whole life has, have um, you got a pen? No. My whole life, could you get one, please? Uh, my whole life has been, there's normally some here, but there's none here. My whole life has been built around, Dan, me wanting to try the fabled baked Alaska. Do you know what a baked Alaska is? Is, is it an innuendo? No, uh, in your No, it is. is it, um, it's not a Mexican handbag, is it? It's not like Alaskan pipeline. All right, all right. That's enough of those, fella. Calm down, calm down. Yellow card is being fingered. Thank you. Um, it is. It's basically. It's a meringue with ice cream in the middle, and you cook it. You put it in the. You, you cook ice cream, right? So right. I heard about this as a kid, and it has fascinated me. Absolutely bloody fascinated me. And I've never been in a situation where I've been able 
to get my hands on a on a, a, a baked Alaska. Well, uh, last night and tonight, I'm staying in a very, very swanky hotel, paid <laughs> for by ITV, I'll have you know, button three on the television. And um, I got to the hotel last night, quarter two, I had to be up at quarter past five, and I thought, you know what, I'm a bit peckish. So I looked at the room service, and I ordered a chicken burger, and then I looked at the desserts. They had a baked Alaska. Yeah. So I ordered it. And? Well, I can tell you, after 45 years of waiting to try a baked Alaska, it was a little bit... Uh, it was disappointing, man. Well, sometimes that's... I mean, yeah. I mean that happens. I mean, I, was, I wasn't disappointed at all with uh, Bar- Barry from Watford's <laughs> IT help, which, which definitely helped me along the way. But his that. call last night wasn't great, was it? Uh, well, he said up yours at the end. I thought that was a bit rude. Yeah. To be fair, I was going to say, do you remember, like, the classic... I mean, well, I, I say classic for me, but not for you, probably. Of like Word, where it had like the classic Word art, where it's like I think there was about what twenty-four of them or something, and you had to pick. Like there was the rainbow one, there was like the green, um, I think like foresty one. But every single person had their like Word art that they'd always do for like, the title of their page. Word. I don't know what you mean by Word art. It was like the, the title, the actual like title of the page. Okay. Like, we had it in school. Yes. Right. So say like we had BBC oh. micros. So we we'd have that. So we'd be like, oh, it said it's word on all of them. I bet there's some people that know I'm on, on about. All right, there must be someone. But I mean, you, you just I was wondering like if you had one at all that you'd always use. Like my one was either the forest one or the rainbow one. Well, considering I don't know what you're talking about, the answer to that is going to be a pretty short, sharp so, no. Type in, type in no, word on no. Microsoft Word. No. On images. Nope. Oh. Barry knows what I'm on about. Thank you very much indeed for your call, Dan. It is much appreciated. And funnier than Barry's call from last night. Uh, bad news on the Harmoji. Yeah. Uh, they start base price for a 12 string, $1,499. It's my birthday coming up soon, Kath. I don't like you that much. Okay, let's go to Paul. Good evening, Paul. <laughs> Hello, mate. Hello, Paul. Good. You're all right. <laughs> Good. I just, <laughs> I just found out my young nephew has got his first record on iTunes and I want you to do the old thingy and slate it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spirit. Well, we've already, here's the thing. We've already got a song for, um, uh, that we were going to, well, okay. Well, let, hang on a minute. Let's have a, uh, what, what's, um, uh, what, what's the, what's the act called? They're called the Dirty Cassettes. Oh, oh, I like that. That's a good name. Bit retro, bit, bit, um. And, uh, there's the song's called Miss You and he, he does lead guitar. No. I don't know. Is it not uh, called? Is it not called Little Miss? Little Miss, that's it. Yeah. Oh God, you must be so proud of him. You don't know the name of his song. <laughs> no, on. I just want to ring him up and tell him it's Pony. There we go. <gasps> Hang on, here we go. <laughs> That's the worst oh, yeah. thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, Kath, I'm going to ring him and tell him. Yeah, please do. <laughs> tell, him, tell him to quit, quit music and get him painted and decorating, because that was awful. I thought it had quite a groovy beat. Aye, aye, aye. 0344 is the telephone number if you'd like to give us a call. Um, I, I hate to do this. You brought... Please, if you don't mind. Did we get that How much delay down? have you got there? Because I might want to respond. You Please do. You, you that gets the Ofcom, you're the producer, and you'll have said it. We, we heard that. 
We actually heard that. If you play back the tape, we heard that. There's your second off, Comcath. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio with Ian Lee and not for much longer, Catherine Boyle. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344 499 1000. Poo done it. A man who sprayed two months worth of his own excrement. Two months. Oh, he saved it for two months. Yeah. A man who sprayed two months worth of his own excrement through the letterbox of a former friend has been given a suspended jail sentence. Gosh. He saved it for two months. I know, I must really hate him. That two months, and some of them are going to be solid, some of them are going to be loose. Some are going, you know... They're all going to stink. Small ones, big ones, some as big as your head. Jeffrey Holroyd Doveton, 75. Oh, really? I mean, you, you talk about the kids the kids running around stealing mopeds and knifing and acid and all that. No one talks about the rising old people pushing shit through letterboxes, do they? Fecal felon. Well done. There's almost a high five, but not quite. That's all right. Um, Jeffrey Holroyd Doveton, 75, <gasps> fell out with Donald Wicks more than two years ago after accusing him of contributing to the breakup of his marriage to his then wife, who was Mr. Wicks's secretary. It was his ex-wife, 80, who discovered the mess after Holroyd Doveton's revenge attack on Mr. Wicks' home. Which went, here, I recognise that poo. I know that smell anywhere. That's Jeffrey. 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 Um, wowzers. Okay, I don't normally do this, okay? When there's a violent attack, um, the, the guideline, the broadcasting guidelines are not to, to read the details of the, of the attack or if there's, you know, there's a bomb or something. You don't kind of read how it was made and how it was put together and how the whole plan was acted, was, was, was carried out. But I think it's important that we read this out here, okay? Holroyd Doveton had defecated in a container for six to eight weeks, then used a handmade pump <gasps> to spray it into his victim's home. Dirty devil. It gets worse. He travelled 164 miles with that in his car. Imagine if he'd crashed. <laughs> We'd broken down. He travelled 164 miles to Braintree, Essex, from his home in Rotherham, South Yorkshire, to carry out the attack... On New Year's Day, when Mr. Wicks and his husband Richard were away on holiday. Prosecutor Lesla Small told Ipswich magistrates that the powerful pump had left the excrement splattered over the hallway, up the stairs and onto the back wall. Well, I'll be honest, you should see my bathroom sometimes. I've got a dicky tummy. The mess that was found the following morning when Holroyd Doveton's ex went to check on the house. Police found CCTV showing Holroyd Doveton aiming his self-made cannon through the letterbox. An actual cannon, not, not his backside. Giving evidence in court. Mr Wicks, 54, described the incident as despicable and disgusting. He added, it caused me to feel very anxious and unable to sleep due to the stress and the shit. <laughs> Holroyd Doveton admitting causing four grounds of criminal damage oh. to Mr Wicks' home. He was given an eight-weeks suspended jail term and ordered... He didn't go to prison. Ordered to complete 80 hours of unpaid work. Surely it's got to be. It's got to be 80 hours of unpaid work cleaning public toilets, hasn't it? Hasn't it? 
Holroyd Doveton was also given a restraining order banning him from contacting Mr. Wicks. Uh, after the case, Mr. Wick said, I no longer have a letterbox in my front door. <gasps> well, uh, that's excessive, isn't it? I mean, what are the odds of that happening again? Well, is it... <laughs> He's got at least two months. Ay, ay, ay. That's crazy. That is... All nuts. he needs to do, actually, is put one of those, like, you know, the letterbox um, moustaches in. Uh, you could push a pump through that. Although, the, the, do you remember back in the day when I used to, well, when I used to deliver the free newspaper, the recorder, ha, uh, halfpenny a paper, some people have very strong traps behind yeah. the, very Snap. strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the paper would get all ripped up and you'd get in trouble for it. I used to hate delivering the free paper. That was slave labour. I think I was 13. Halfpenny a paper. So I'd dump some of them. Not all of them. Sometimes I'd alternate houses. I do, you know, and, and then I got busted because someone complained that they hadn't received their crappy free newspaper. What weirdo reads that? Jeez. This doesn't make you sick. Outrageous. Oh, I know who reads that. Old people to check who's dead. Um, I don't know if they have the obituaries yeah, in Yeah, they do. In the old, in the, yeah, they do. Um, who was it? Was our friend Justin um, did a poo in someone's boot once, didn't he? Yes. As re- revenge for something, but something quite trivial. It was just Bance. Was it Bance? It was Bance, but I mean, I the level of preparation required for that. Yeah. Not to mention the fact that, you know, pooing in someone's boot. That is. Uh... Bance. Oh. I knew someone once who, I think this is a paper round story. He'd been caught short in his paper round and he'd pooed himself. And so he went behind. I think the library for some reason and whipped his kecks off and left them like in a real state carried on his paper round and then went home and then there was a knock at the door because his pants had his name in oh <laughs> yeah what a horrible horrible laugh oh, no. how old was this lad by the time he told me no mid 50s no when it happened oh I reckon 15 so you're laughing at a 15-year-old's probably most humiliate. Well, it's hopelessly... A 15-year-old with his name written in his pants. What's, what's odd about that? Have you got your name written in your pants? Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? If found, please return to. Yep. Um, I've had to... We're getting a little bit. We're getting a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we are. Cool. Here we go. This is a nice one. Joanna Lumley surprised a train full of commuters... She doesn't wear pants, famously. ...when she walked into a carriage and blew them for an hour. What? <laughs> No, sorry, I read that wrong. When she walked into a carriage and read to them oh. for an hour. Sorry, guys, sorry. Um, the absolutely fabulous star's recital from romance memoir, Eat, Pray, Love, was also on loudspeaker on the London to Swindon line. So she got into the carriage and read to them. Oh, that's annoying. What, even in the quiet carriage? Well, no, she got, she got into a carriage mm. and read to them. Oh. She got into a carriage. Was it the quiet carriage? Probably not. How do you know? Joanna, I've met Joanna Lumley. I've worked with Joanna. Joanna Lovely. I've worked with uh, JL, and she's delightful. Joanna72 said, I've come to make this the most calming commute. Um, waitress Kashini Misha, 29, from Enfield, North London, said of the stunt by a tea company, I was so happy to be on that train. I don't like eye contact on trains. I don't like talking on trains i don't like other people's noise on trains no i don't want to hear oh there was one bloke once eating a packet of crisps right behind me really loud yeah and then really sort of wet way yeah dirty horrible dirty boy dirty boy dirty boy 
Um, oh, here we go. This is a good what don't you like on trains? 0344 499 1000. Little J.S. Collier looks... This is great. It's a kid with his head stuck in a fence. Oh. Uh, really? Or what it's a gate. What if you had stuck in a fence? No, don't. Because... Don't, don't. No, no, no. Don't do that. Uh, little J.S. Collier looks overwrought after getting his head stuck in a metal, metal gate. Here we go. The three-year-old... Oh. A fan of TV rescue dogs cartoon Paw Patrol. Now, here's something. They've written Paw Patrol. The Paw as in capitals which implies that the letters stand for something. So what does poor in Paw Patrol stand for? Anyway, the three-year-old, a fan of TV rescue dogs cartoon Paw Patrol, had to be rescued himself by firefighters. <laughs> Whoa, that's a stretch. So he likes watching rescues on television, and in a, in a comic twist, he had to be rescued himself. Is that what they're saying? His tears turned to smiles as they prized open the bars with a special tool then gave him a tour of their fire engine none of this story makes sense how do you give someone a tour of a fire there's a fire engine there that's the back that's the front seats mum rebecca said he told me it had been a great rescue mission just like paw patrol and of course she's got a picture of him in tears with his head stuck through the thing well what was he doing hang on a minute let me see what was he doing she's done the classic mum thing of take the photo then get help then get help yeah. Oh, bless him! Little the boy. face! Poor little boy, isn't it? Oh, poor little baby sausage. boy. Got a lot. Well, uh, my kids have never done that. But there is all, I still have, as a, full, a, a man, almost 45. Two weeks, I'll be 45. Um, I still want to... I still look at holes and wonder if I, if I can fit in them. Apparently you can get into anything bigger than your head. Well, yeah, obviously. Well, as big as your head. Well, yeah, obviously. Why? Well, yeah, because that's like the biggest. Non- your shoulders are bigger than your head. Well, you can you can twist your shoulders and move them. So mm. no, they're not. My shoulders are not bigger than my head now. Because you move that they side. Are. Well, no, but that side goes in, and it's manipulation. The head is um, not non-refundable. It's it's non-combustible. You can't move it. I don't think that. Yeah, no, it's non- means what you think it yeah, means. Thank you. It's non-combustible, and so you can you, you can't move it. You can't, it's like having. Um, it's like having a, 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 a safe. You can't move a safe. Cardboard what? box. Cardboard box you can bend. And, Crumple, yeah. Yeah. A safe, you can't. Your head is your safe. And in, and in it, we keep our memories treasures. and our dreams. Our treasures, our precious treasures and documents. Um, and that's all in there. And that's why you can't fit that through a thing. So obviously, you can fit through anything that's a little bit bigger than your head. I sometimes wish I had um, whiskers. Mm. Like a cat, so I could judge distances that much more effectively. Um, and also sense approaching predators through the vibrations. Just uh, just had a tweet from the person that called us before the show. How do I respond to that? Okie dokie. Um, 0344 499 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. You'd be very, very welcome to. I think it's going to be one of those shows this evening. I think it's going to be one of those shows this evening. Just block. Block. There we go. Oh, just ignore. I'm blocking. Okay. Because I'm not getting involved. It's taken down. It's fine. It's fine. Um, it's also not quite what happened. But anyway. No. No. I know. I know. It's, these are fun times. These are fun times. When you're doing a show that um, uh, is unlike anything else, you know, sometimes you're going to get things right and sometimes people are going to think you've get you've got things wrong. I like to think we pretty much get tread the line as well as we can. 
Um, you know, I don't want to offend people or upset people. That's not what this show is about. It's celebratory and it's life-affirming and it's warm and it's wonderful. And we allow everybody to call us. Everybody is God's children and God's child and we let everyone give us a call. And it's as simple as that. Um, but saying that, I, 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 we haven't got any calls. So, um, <laughs> so that's that. Um, in the next hour, we'll be talking about Brexit. We'll be talking about Donald Trump. And um, who have you um, shat on in an attempt to get revenge for your marriage being over? Oh, by the way, a couple of little bits of housekeeping. If you'll indulge me, please. Um, don't forget, um, two podcasts are out there for your uh, your leisure and your pleasure. Uh, the interview that I did with um, Kirsten Ashby that we played out on Tuesday night is out as a standalone podcast. She was the uh, young woman who was uh, set alight by an absolute awful, awful human being. Um, and um, and she, it was her first ever interview. She's spoken to no one else. And I think it's a really brave thing to do. And I, and I hope that I, I, her dad has suggested that he thinks she might write a book at some point. And boy, oh boy, wouldn't that be some book? Uh, so that's out. And that's on the um, uh, Talk Radio website. If you go to talkradio.co.uk, click on podcasts, you'll find it there. It'll also be on iTunes and your usual uh, Acast. That's where all the Talk Radio pods have moved to. And your usual podcast provider. And also to say that there is a brand new edition of the show that Catherine and I do, a live phone-in show in front of a, a live audience. There's a new episode of The Rabbit Hole. I think it's about episode number 52, 53. 55, 55. I think. So it's over a year of that rubbish. Um, and uh, it's called The Rabbit Hole. Is it the Brighton one? Is it's it a, the Brighton one. It's the Brighton one. one. Yeah. Second, there's uh, two more. And if you go to, again, if you go to iTunes, if you go to Acast and type in Rabbit Hole, Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, it will pop up and uh, you can have some of that. Like, share, subscribe. It helps all of us and we think both podcasts are a lot of fun and that you will enjoy them. Um, Come up to 11 o'clock if you want to give us a call. You can do. The switchboard is empty and that's fine. I can carry on chatting, but I'd rather chat to you. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
arpeggi. I like that. It's a cracking instrument. So it should be for that price. Yeah, yeah. Great song. Uh, I should just apologise. I've done a whole Roy Doveton in the studio. So um, sorry about that. Catherine doesn't seem that bothered. About what? I've done a whole Roy Doveton in the studio. Have you? Yeah. Why would you do that? Well, because I've got terrible upset stomach. I've not done a literal one, but I've, 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 I've gone through the motions. <laughs> You've done you, the spirit of... I've cut the cheese. God, again. I've dropped my guts. I just reburnt myself. I've grunted. I've passed air through poo. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. I pray to God this isn't the show that Murdoch and Brooks are listening to. Otherwise, really is game over. Evening, Alan. Hello, Ian. All right, mate? Yes, buddy. What you got for us, Big Al? Um, first time caller, so I'm a little bit nervous, but just bear with me if you can, mate. Please. I can bear with you, Alan. I'm a sensitive, nice, humble, human kind of guy. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Big fan of yours. I've been for a long time. Loved you on the jungle, mate. So oh, I'm bless you, mate. Bless you. Thank right. you. Um, first thing, you know that, um, baked Alaska you had in the hotel? Yes. Like, you've ordered that at, like, the middle, the middle of the night, like, half two in the morning or something? I ordered it a quarter two, I got it a quarter past two, yes. So, sh- surely it's not going to be, like, freshly prepared by some Michelin star chef. I know you're in a nice hotel, but... Mate! What was it like when it arrived at your room? Like, uh, uh, not like that in the oven, surely not. How, wait, have you never stayed in a nice... Hotel. Nice hotels. Nice hotels have 24-hour room service. It's a limited menu, but it's still a menu. There's still a chef who is working down there that prepares your food. They're not going to get it out of the freezer and put it in the microwave. So you reckon it was a microwave one, then? No, it wasn't. It was a proper one that they'd made. Oh, for fair play to him, because... Are you suggesting, Alan, you, are you suggesting that I should persevere <laughs> with the baked Alaska at perhaps a daytime uh, establishment? I don't know. To be honest, I know what they are. I've never tried one, so, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I've one in the daytime next time. All right, I'll tell you what, Alan. He's right, he's right. Um, I'll, I'll, he, I'm prone to discrimination against desserts and meals that let me down after one go. But I'm going to try daytime baked Alaska, a DBA, as I've got to call it. And I'll let you know how it goes, Alan. Well, fantastic, mate. I'll, I'll look forward to that. Is, was that uh, it? Another point. Okay. You so know, on, like, on the poo gate and that? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, there was this, there's this woman. She walks past my house, like, on a regular basis, walks her dog around the block. I've got a feeling she, this is going to be an unpleasant story, but carry on, yes. Like, well, it's fairly, it's fairly unpleasant, but it's just like a bit of a revenge story, you know, it's oh, topical and that. Yeah. So, I've clocked her a few times, letting her dog wee on my grass. I can take that, because yeah. I've got a dog, that's fair enough. Yeah. But then she's let her dog log, log onto my lawn, and um, I was absolutely fuming about it. Well, so hang on, did she out, yeah. did she go and pick it up? No, nah, no, nah, not at all. Oh, okay, all. okay. So right, I, cl- I clocked right. her out the window, yeah. and she scurried off into the distance. So I pegged it out onto the pavement, and she was like, literally bloody... Steady on, steady on. Was that... Was that... Said effing. Oh, but he didn't say the actual. Oh, word. I, I thought. I, I do apologise. I thought you. I thought you said it. Okay. I didn't, okay. <laughs> no, no, I didn't say it. Sorry, I didn't say it. All right. Apologies. My my um, apologies. But anyway, um, she's gone off down the road. Yeah. So I thought, well, I'm going to have you here. I'm going to have you. So I got into my car, waited for her to get around the corner. Oh God! You stalked a oh. woman. No, I got. got... <laughs> so you <laughs> no, stalked no. a woman on her no, own. I didn't stalk her. Hold on. Hold on. Let me finish it. Let oh me finish God. It. 
what, what I've watched her. I've watched where she's gone. Where she's gone. She's turned right down that's, into uh, this little grove. Yeah, that's stalking. Yeah, yeah. And I saw I saw what house she's gone into anyway. Oh God! So when I'm when I'm out with my dog, he's I'll... literally followed her to her house. That is, and it yeah. says this isn't a stalking story. Jeez. Well, I'm not having I'm not having her let a massive like Rottweiler dog do massive logs on my grass and not get my own. No. No, I'm not going to have that. I'm not having it. So anyway, um, when I'm out with my dog, I've just collected up her logs for about a week. Right. And then took them to her house (gasps) late at night. No. Both of them through a letterbox, and off I went. No, you didn't. Yeah, yeah, I did. That's my own back. Don't don't let your log, don't let your dog log on my grass. You broke the law there, mate. How have I broke the law? Posting crap through someone's letterbox. Well, she's broke the law by letting her dog crap on my lawn. Yeah, but yours was... She could clear it up. She could argue that, oh, the dog did it and I didn't clear it up. You actually purposely went there, found where she lived. Can't you see that that's quite dark? Well, everyone's got to get their revenge in some way. Have they? I'm not a dark person, but well. that was really unacceptable what she did. Because I, I clear my dog's poos when I go out walking it. I take my poo bags, I scoop the poo. Do you yeah, know what I mean? You save them for revenge purposes, by sounds of it. Well, I did on that occasion. Wow. I wouldn't do normally, no. Wow. But she really, she really did. Like, God. you know, she, over, she overstepped the mark. So, you know, what? I had to, I had to uh, I'll put it out there now on national avenue. You, you know, you didn't have to do see that. what people think of it. Wow. <laughs> so that's that. Anyway, that's that story. Well, Alan, thank you very much indeed for that story of um, stalking and law breaking. He had to do it, though. He had to. He had to do it. There was, there was simply, uh, there was simply no other alternative. You know, people say, "Oh, it's not like me to do that." Yeah, it was you that did that. Yeah, you, you, you did that, man. And also, you thought about it quite a lot beforehand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome to. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. On Talk Radio. Three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Dave. Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I just thought I'd tell you a story today. Okay. Right, so, you know, I'm from Newcastle, big lad. Thought I'd go to our stash, you do, buy me chicken today. Okay. Well, so, I want to buy me chicken today. Are we, buying, are we buying this accent, Catherine? Are we buying this accent? What part of Newcastle are you from, Dave? The centre. Oh, yeah? Whereabouts in the centre? I know Newcastle quite well. Whereabouts? The centre. Okay. Thanks for calling, Dave. Let's try Vinny. Good evening, Vinny. All right. Yeah. All right. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Nice. I spoke to you about a few months. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. 
Oh, I've got a topic for you, Sean. Oh, here we go. This is what we need. Topics. Yes. Topics, topic, yeah. topic. Go on. Misquoted lyrics. Do you mean like songs that you've misheard the lyrics? Yeah. Before that, can I ask you, what's your favourite biscuit? Uh, shortcake. Okay. Not shortbread. 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 Shortcake. Short short okay. Fine. Well, then let's yeah. do mis misheard lyrics. That's um, I've not heard that one before. No, it's a good one. It is a great one. Surprised all the radio yeah. stations I've been no. doing it for years. I have a one-inch head. Uh, I'll go example one. Yeah. I'll misquoted. Yeah. Uh, I'm misheard anyway. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, blur. Yes. Coffee and TV. Yes. And uh, star is. Um, do you feel like a um, is it change to? Uh, uh, Come on! Oh, oh! There she goes. She's off. Are you crying? Uh, is uh, do you feel like a uh, change to? Uh, uh, practically fraud, I think it is. Right. And I heard for the first time. Do you feel like a chainsaw? Cracked up on the floor. Yes. Well, that's just a good example of a misquoted lyric. Uh, it's not the greatest <laughs> example of a misquoted lyric. No, I was thinking, excuse me while I kiss this guy. <laughs> so just do it again, because I didn't really understand it. So, what do you mean? Right, say, right, I didn't understand what you said, so say it again. So, okay, the song, the actual uh, line is... Do you see like a just changed or practically flawed? I, I think it is that. And uh, you, you don't even hang on it. You don't even know what the correct line is now. So you 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 you're trying to correct it, but you don't know what the correct version is. Uh, yeah. Vinny, say hello to Angela. I'm out. Hiya. Um. What was your name? Vinny. Vinny. So, what are you trying to say to Ian? Did you hear me? Pardon? Didn't you hear me? I still don't get that, Ian. Can you cut me out? What? What did what are you trying to say? Okay. Uh, what I'm um, saying is that uh, I was introducing a topic for the show. And that is misquoted lyrics. So I'll give you an example for something that I misquoted or misheard, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so you try to, um, how can I put it, put it like? No, well, no, no. Have you got an example of a, a song you heard that um, you misquoted? The actual lyrics was something else. Oh, no, I'm not into music. Um, I'm not really. That's not my kind of thing. But but I understand what you where you're coming from. But I would okay. apologise if I got it right. Okay. Uh, so why have you called in? I don't. Why have you called in? I was going to talk to Ian about something. Here, uh, yeah, uh, tell me. No. Why not? Because it's your business. Thank you. Yeah, but you're doing a radio, so it's everyone's business. Oh, Angela's gone. Well, you scared her off, Vinny. Thanks for that. All right. No problem. 
let's get Angela back because uh, he, he, he's right. She, she's right. It's none of his business. It's none of his business. None of his. Welcome to the O2 oh. messaging service. She's gone. Let's try Sharon. Good evening, Sharon. Hi. Hello, Sharon. Uh, it's regarding the uh, topics of tonight. The... Are there any? Well, I th- there's. We've not put put this radio off. Yes. Uh, no, that's not. Here we are. Here we are. That's it off now. Okay, good, good. Thank you, Sharon. Uh, the the first, well, there's two actually. There's one regarding the misheard lyric. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. And the other ones. Have you ever played uh, this one? No, it's not a Ben story. I don't know what it would come under. Really, it was just. Okay. It was just like a, a job I had when I was young and a mistake I made. Yes. Oh, <laughs> go on. Let's start with that then. What happened? Well, uh, I'd got a job as a chambermaid yeah. up up in the Highlands, yeah. and you know we'd had this uh, courier. You know your your man on a motorcycle, and yes. he stayed in a, a single room for one night. Yes. And in the morning, I, <laughs> I went in, and the the hand basin, which was quite deep, really, was full of vomit. Full of oh, dirty boy! Dirty motorcycle man! I know, dirty! So I, I ran off and got the manager. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. Eh? And uh, he, he brought me this machine, an industrial vacuum cleaner. Yes. And he says it sucks as well as it blows, right? And, mm. well, you can guess the end. I went pressed <laughs> And the whole room was pebbled dust. Well, hang on. So you sucked up this man's vomit in this hoover, and then you, you fired it out again? No, 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 no. There were two switches, you see. Yeah. And then no hoover, it, it could suck as well as blow. Yeah, the best kind, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so you sucked so, it up, and then it blew it out? I, I, I pressed it the wrong way. Oh, so it blew it and right. the whole oh, room God. was pebbled Ay, ay, That is outrageous. I hope you... Um, I hope you... You left. You you left that room, locked the door, got your coat, and never went back. Well, that that was tempting. Although I was too far from home, too far I had gone. to go back. Yes, yes. But uh, um, the other the other thing concerns the misheard lyric, and I think one of the best ones I ever heard, right, was the it's that Queen song. A Everybody knows it, you know. Yeah. She keeps a mole on a shovel in her pretty cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Yeah! Um, yeah. Yes. So what do you do now, Sharon? Are you, you're not a chambermaid now, are you? Oh, no. 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 That's, that's a that's long time ago. But it, it was just a chat at the start of the show, and yeah. it reminded me of... Yeah. It uh, reminded me of that time. Hey, nice one, Sharon. Thank you very much for the call. 0344-499-1000. Good evening, Adam. Good evening, Adam. Adam, can you hear me? No, he can't hear me. Do we know who this person is? We, uh, no? No? Oh, well, well, okay. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. What lines? What film's that from? 
I don't, oh, Bill and Ted. Yes, when the phone box lands. Strange things. We used, to have, a, the circle we used K. to have a Circle K in my town. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it I seemed think so American they, to me. I think they must have tried to sort of come over here. Right. Circle K. Strange things refer to the Circle K. I can't wait for the new Bill and Ted movie. I know it's, we're, we're some way off it. I'm guessing next year. But I cannot wait for it. By the way, a uh, uh, prank call alert, I think, on its way in. I've just, I just got a feeling. When, we, when you get a, a, a caller with um, the name that this next caller had, we'll take it. If he answers. They, here we go. Yep. Let's speak to Vladimir. Good evening, Vladimir. Hello. 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 Yeah, did someone call Dave? Yes, you are. And here's the thing. It didn't go out because we've got a button here, a seven second delay button. So the, the, you say the words, little boy, and they don't go out on the radio. So so you've got to be so much cleverer. Let us know when the delay's back up. You've got to be so much cleverer than just coming on and saying, you know, the homophobic slurs. Um, because this is a very sophisticated um radio studio and we have the technology that means that, that protects us it's not it's not like a bbc local radio station where there's no delay oops um but you you know so you can't swear and you can't be libelous and you can't be homophobic and you can't be racist and you can't be any of those things um but apart from that um you can come on and do whatever you want so want to play Vlad? I would not buy those. Okay, thank, I am, thanks I... very much indeed. Let's try Adam. Good evening, Adam. Hello, Ian. Hello, Adam. You all right, mate? I'm fine. How are you, Ads? Um, very bad. Uh, I've just been ended because my phone glitched out and it's been a very emotional day today. Okay. I've just come in from work and um, my pet rabbit sadly died. Um, I just don't know what to do, man, so I need some advice from you what was your rabbit called john right. thanks for calling adam um it's half term <laughs> it's half term thanks for buying your kids mobile phones everyone <laughs> appreciate it <laughs> and letting them have computers in their bedrooms oh god this is it this is why my kids will not be allowed to have phones until they're 26 because i don't want them phoning me Let's try this one. Good evening, Lauren. Hello there. Hello. Alas, it's a real human being. I'm trying. Uh, what you got for us, Lauren? Well, first of all, we can say hello, and I can't wait for Sunday. Yay! Sunday. Uh, five tickets left for Sunday. Uh, Ticketsource.co.uk slash Ian-Lee. Yeah, I'm making a day of it. I'm going to the aquarium with someone else from YouTube, Katie. Well, it should be. It's going to be an interesting old night. I don't know if it's going to work. In fact, I'm pretty sure it's not going to work. But we'll, we'll, it'll be an in, it'll be an interesting two hours. The rare chance to see one of Britain's biggest celebrities and Catherine Boyle involved in an on-stage car crash. I might not come. Oh God! You don't need me. No. If at first you don't succeed, try again. And if the haters going to hate, then they were going to hate anyway. Haters are going to hate. Can I talk to you, Lauren? You may. Can I talk to you honestly and openly? Yes. So I'm getting called out. I'm getting called out um, on Twitter for um, for bullying and making fun of someone who um, uh, is autistic, right? <clears throat> 
Um, and there was a phone call before the show from the sister of this person, and uh, they were very, very angry. And I, I, Catherine took the phone call, and um, I, they were so angry I could hear what the other per- what the other person was saying down the phone. So there was a lot of shouting, and there was a lot of Catherine going, "No, well, no, if, if you just let me speak." And um, she kept her cool beautifully. And the other person was upset because they found a video on my YouTube channel um, from quite a long time ago of this particular caller um, involved in... Um, I can't... Do you know, I don't even remember exactly what it was. I but, think it might have been like a Britain's Got Talent or Apprentice-style okay. thing. He was pitching a show. And okay, was... oh, okay. Well, listen, I don't want to give away too much. Yeah. Um, but um, it was th- the usual show banter, the tone of the show, okay, which some people get, which you get, Lauren. And But it's, it's the tone of the show is what is going to mean that this is never going to have a million listeners. You know, it's, it's, it's gonna, we're always going to be a cult. Uh, and this person was very upset because they'd obviously never heard the show before and didn't know that their brother called him and um, was, was very, very upset. And Catherine did an excellent job of kind of placating the situation and saying, well, we'll find the video. And if it's on, you know, one, if it's on Ian's channel, we'll get it taken down and uh, and all of this. And I and I thought and I, it, this kind of happened just before the show started in the first 10 minutes of the show. Um and I thought it was sorted. Did you think it was sorted or did you not think it was sorted? I th- well, I knew she was really angry. Yep. And understand I, and I, I understand get it. her anger. And I, get I understand it. her anger completely. She, you know, she doesn't listen to the show, so she can't see anything other than the fact that as far as she's concerned, her brother had been on and everyone was la- laughing at him. Um, I thought that by... I asked her, you know, I tried to ask her what I could do to resolve it with her. I made some suggestions and I've done them. So I hoped that that would maybe yeah. go some way towards making up for her offence. And she'd taken huge offence. And I, and we, like we say, we get it. Hey, and listen, that's never the way we wanted it to be. You know, younger brother, uh, brother, older, your brothers and sisters, of course, we want to protect our... Uh, Especially um, if you feel your brother is vulnerable and someone's yeah. taken the mick. I get it. Okay. She's probably spent her whole life protecting him. Um... So that if was... you could go back, would you do it again? No. Knowing what we know now, how could we? No, no. Um, so, so I thought that was that. And then um, I'm being tweeted by members of the family, and they're very angry. And my initial reaction when the the, the, the sister tweeted me was a blocked her. My initial reaction, I've taken the video down, I blocked her. Then I um, then I unblocked her. It's difficult to have these kind of conversations on Twitter anyway, and mm-hmm. especially when the show is going on. So then I unblocked her, and um, I can tell you what I said. Um, so the, the tweet was, excuse me, Talk Radio, you need to sort this out. You even uploaded a video onto YouTube. How dare you, Ian Lee, exploit my vulnerable autistic brother live on radio for your own entertainment. Disgusting. Uh, so I replied, eventually, um, I've got to find it now. I don't really understand how Twitter works. Um, here we go. We had no idea he was autistic. The video has been removed. Everybody is allowed on. Your suggestion we disallow people with speech impediments is discrimination. I'm genuinely sorry and wish you and your family peace and love. Um, and, and the argument kind of went back and forth, back and forth. And there's only so much I can do. And, she, and, and, and she's now kind of um, her, her latest tweet is um, all the Ian Lee fans tweeting me like I give a damn. The production ne- team need to be told when things go too far and offend. Simple. OK, well, you've told us. And we've responded. I'd love to know what else you want us to do. Um, then the brothers started getting involved. And and I, Lauren, I, I know you've not called in for this, but what the hell? I feel like I, no, I, feel like I trust you. Um, 
I the brother got involved. Um, how are you gonna? How are you going to make fun of my autistic brother? You people should be ashamed. My little autistic brother, you people would be ashamed of yourselves. Is this what you think is a decent thing to do? Is this how you treat people? You think parading a disabled man on YouTube for jokes is entertainment? That one, that one, that one got me, Lauren. That one got me, right? But here's the one, and I'm going to read this, and and this is I find this so upsetting, Lauren, so upsetting because it is the complete antithesis of what I stand for now, and um, and so, what this show is. Yeah, he says you've been my little brother. This is the brother. You've been my little brother's hero for years. Both he and I looked up to you and thought you were funny. To see you do this to him is absolutely heartbreaking. He idolised you and watched absolutely everything you ever did. And you just shit on him for jokes. That, uh, that But that tweet also revealed something else. So the brother is a fan of yours as well and he doesn't get that. That's your thing. Also, his little brother called in of his own free will as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. It's not all on you. No, no, no. It isn't on me. But he idolised you and watched absolutely everything you ever did, and you just shit on him for jokes. And so now I'm thinking, well, did I? Did, so I'm fit, so now I feel bad, Lauren. Now I feel awful, I'm genuinely upset. And and when I read that at about uh, quarter past eleven, I was thinking, oh, do you know, what? I don't think I can do the rest of the show. Can we find? Can we get the John Ronson interview and play that again? I, I just honestly, I thought I don't think I can do the rest of the show because that is so upsetting. Um, and I can feel it in my chest. Now, the fact I can feel it in my chest makes me think maybe there's something in it. Maybe, maybe there is something in what he says. Uh, that we shit on people for jokes. I don't think you do, because people who call in either call the wrong radio station or they know what they're calling for. Do they? This is the thing. Do they? Do all of them? The argument is this this person didn't, really. That they were vulnerable and we should have spotted it. And, and actually, once we did spot it, we stopped the calls, didn't we? But, no. But maybe no, not soon I don't, enough. I don't, quite, I don't quite buy that we did. I don't quite buy that we did. I think we, um, I think we should have called it on the first. I think I should have called it. On the first call. But I do call. definitely remember you saying to him, do you know what, I don't think we need to... But then I should have stopped taking his call. Mm. That's what I should have done. And People don't walk around with signs above their head saying what's wrong with them. Unless he said something, you can't blame yourself for not knowing. Neither can his family. Um, I, there, there, uh, there were clues. There were certainly clues. And... Um, so I'm thinking, well, how do I shit on people for jokes? I certainly used to. The 11 o'clock show, that's what it was based on. You know, 20 years ago, that's what it was based on. And um, LBC, there was possibly an element of that. Absolute possibly an element of that. Um, and I like to think that this show is this cuddly, friendly, let's all talk about mental health. Let's all get touchy-feely, peace and love. Hey, aren't the Beatles great kind of show? And I have to seriously reconsider, Lauren, that actually, possibly, maybe... There is a meaner undercurrent that exists within me and within the show. And maybe this was, maybe this was mean. Maybe this was mean. Maybe this was mean. I don't know, right? 
Um, and it's really upset me, Lauren. It's upset me because I've offended this family. I don't want to offend a family. And I'm, so, I'm certainly not going to get drawn into an argument with them. I've put forward my case and I've wished them the best. They think it's patronising, but it genuinely isn't. So I've put forward, you know, I've, I've said, look, sorry. And I wish you peace and love. And we've taken the video down and I'm sorry. And they're not buying that. And that's fine. That's totally within their right to not buy it. So I'm upset that I've, I've upset them. But I'm also upset that maybe, just maybe... Uh, the tone of the show has not been as pure as I have tricked myself into believing that it is. And that maybe, just maybe, uh, there is an element of meanness. And the fact that I am this close to bursting into tears says to me that there's probably an element of truth in that. Um, so It would be worse if you didn't feel guilty. Oh, it would, would. No, in some ways it would be better because I could just tell them to F off and steam on with it, you know, but the, but I'm not in a position in my life where I, I can tell people to F off and steam on with things, you know. The you worst thing, the worst thing about it, other than, on the, other than the fact that they're so angry and they're so upset, is that we can't, we can't fix it for them straight away. We tr- we've done everything we can at this point. All that we can say now is that we're just going to examine our actions more carefully. There are a whole number of callers now. Set out to offend no, but or I, hurt anybody. See, I'm wondering now whether there are certain callers that we shouldn't have on anymore. Is it fair? Yeah, there's a couple of callers where we think, well, maybe they're not quite as aware of. Um, um, oh, you can, you can piss off. You can piss off Ofcom, <laughs> Ofcom bloke. Um, there are. Um, uh, I've lost my train of thought now because he's tweeted in. Okay. Um, yeah, there are some callers where where obviously they're having a good time, but are they fully aware of 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 how they're coming across? Do you know what I mean? But you can not be aware of how someone's coming across, especially on Twitter. You're limited in characters. You can't hear emotion or sarcasm or offence through a tweet. Mm. I don't know. Think, what you just have to learn from it and do your best. Yeah. You can't let it get too much. What? You can't take it all on you. No, um, but we can put some things in place. And I think that some things we'll need to put in place are that me and Catherine will have to have a little chat and that maybe there are a couple of people that um, perhaps we should not allow on anymore because i don't want the show to be a freak show you know and i don't want it to be laughing at people that are different and maybe it has been and 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 that is not appropriate really that is not appropriate but you're also having and provoking a debate you didn't know when this person called in now you do you're putting things in place you need to look at the positives as well or it is gonna make you burst into tears and if so just put on africa and bugger off (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, what did you call in for? <laughs> <laughs> to say hello, and now you've got me googling baked Alaska places in London to go oh. with Katie. Hey, what is this? What is this thing that, that places do now called concretes? What? There's a there's a new diner that's opened up in just off Leicester Square, and it says frozen custards, which sound delicious, mm. burgers, ice creams, concretes. What's a concrete? Oh, Katie, we're going there to find out then. All right, you can go and find out what concrete. So just off Leicester Square. 
I mean, tell you, it's not off Leicester Square. I'll tell you where it is. I'll tell you where it is. It's it's opposite the theatre where um, the Harry Potter play is on. All right, I'll have to have a look on uh, Google, Google. But listen, smile in a non-sarcastic way. And can I make a request for a song, please? Oh, yes, of course you can. Go on. Well, I don't know if you've heard of this one. It's called Africa. It's by Toto. Okay. But I quite like 8-bit versions. I did tweet one to you. So if you can find a one like that, I'd love to hear it. Okay, you'd like an 8-bit version of the hit song... Africa. I don't know if you heard it. By Toto. Let's see. This, I think. Hang on just one second, Lauren. Does this work for you, Lauren? Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank and smile. You. Thank you. Three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I feel terrible because yeah. it's not my intention to take the rise out of people and um their tweets have, have genuinely upset me um what tell us what we tell me tell me what i can do to make it better if i can make it better for you tell me what i can do what can i do said sorry taking the video down um he hasn't called us for ages and we won't we, take his call we've again. put a That's note fine. on his name so if he calls other shows they know the situation um, so, so what? Tell okay. This I'm talking now directly to the family. Tell me what I can do. What do you want me to do that will make this better for you and your family? Tell me, and uh, let's see what you know what we can do. Because I, I, um, I don't want. I'm upset that you feel bad, and I feel lousy. Oh man, you know, no, um. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Let's go to John. Good evening, John. Hi. Hello, John. Um, can I give you a, a maybe an idea how you can make the family feel better? You can give me an idea, John. Yes. I think that it hasn't started by this one. It started by little things, offending callers for no reason and making even as you would know even now forty five. 50-year-olds, yes. when they yes. become ridiculed yes. for no fault of their own, can be sometimes, if they had a bad day, and they're trying to, you know, entertain themselves, listen to a show, call in, yes. even they're not so clever, they're not so bright. Well, well, so hang on, but being thick is not a disability. So here's, here's the thing, John. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, it's always been my philosophy since I started, pretty much since I started doing radio, 
yeah. is that everyone gets treated equal, whether they're like an 89 year old war veteran or they're a 14 yeah. year old kid or they're a, an Oxford graduate or they work on a building site or they're in a wheelchair or they're blind. Ev- everyone gets tweet- treated equally. Yeah. So, um, but, but he come across yes. as getting a kick out of somebody being feel embarrassed. I don't know why. Well, that's but, that's uh, that, well, that's that, that oh, I don't that, that I don't understand. That, no, no, I, that I don't buy. That I don't buy. I'm here to do. I'm here to do a piece of theatre. I'm here to do a, a three-hour improvised piece of theatre every night. So I'm no, not. What, do you, what, what would you like me to do, yeah. John? When someone comes on and says something stupid, you want me to go? Well, thanks yeah. very much for the call. I appreciate it. No, I, I understand that sometimes being a bit funny and being, but sometimes you can be a person can have a bad day. Right. People, uh, you, can, you know, people call you sometimes that are in a very terrible state. Well, then, what, hang on. Mentally. What do you want me to do? Do you want me to say, right, okay, before you speak to me, I just need to run through some questions. How has your day been on a scale of one to ten? Um, how are you feeling at the moment? I can't do that. It's a phone-in no, show. No. It's a phone-in show. And, and it is, it is a phone, it is, I would say, it yeah, is, maybe, it is, I don't know, maybe hello? slow the fire. Maybe slow the quick fire. Maybe. That's I don't know. The, well, that's the act. I can't do that. Right? Well, we are the yeah. most, this show is yeah. the most sensitive show. Yeah. To, in terms of, of, um, trying to feel callers, requirements we are the most sensitive show in that respect yeah, I, I i thought gonna give you a compliment this woman that asked for this total africa you didn't tell her that it was on a few days for like three hours and you were very nice to her so i'm complimenting you for that yeah so that was nice what are you talking about uh, sometimes sometimes you know you get it you go a little bit too much to, to in your to in your opinion in your opinion, and, and that is completely different. And I listen to you, and I listen to you because I enjoy to listen to you, well, that's even it. though I don't understand everything. No. Yeah, but 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 still, I listen to you. I okay. think you're doing a great job. But listen, we're not. But, oh, jeez. Right. Okay. But what you're talking about is completely different to the situation that we've just been talking about. It's completely different. Uh, I think you should listen to yourself uh, over, and you'll see that that you're sometimes wrong. No, no, well, you overdo it sometimes. No, well, you don't have to. I'm not telling you what to do. No, you, you, you are. I'm you're just... literally telling me what to do, and I have listened to myself, and and I I don't I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong. Okay. So please don't I, say I mean, listen. I, please could, don't say listen to yourself, and you'll yeah. know that you're wrong. Don't say that yeah, because I, that's that's. I should do that as well. Everybody should do that. Sometimes check out. What? Everyone should listen that. to themselves and know that yeah, they're nothing, wrong. Nothing wrong with that. Listen back and admit I made a mistake. Uh, Absolutely I, nothing wrong. Right. Just be big enough and bold enough to say, yeah, I've screwed it. Okay. Yeah, well, then I think you should that. have a listen back and a think back. I, I uh, will. And but, I will. And I think you I should will. get some manners and shut up. And when someone else is talking. No, you, no, no. Now you're going back. To, now you're going back to this video. Because stuff. you're being rude. You're no, being no, rude. I'm you're not letting me finish. You're not letting me finish a sentence. You're being rude. I'm halfway through a sentence. That's true. I'm halfway yep. through a sentence. Think back about what you've yep. done and realise that you're wrong. I'm halfway through a sentence and you keep interrupting. That's wrong. But you don't have to attack me personally. Well, I do if you're being rude. If you're, 
Well, yeah, I do, no, I do actually, because that's part of the show. That is part of the show. That is, if people say oh, stupid maybe things, maybe get paid for that. Maybe get paid for that, but it will come back to haunt you. That, oh, that's oh, what happens to everybody. Don't be so stupid. How is it going to come back and haunt me? What karma? Because because you because you don't you don't like the, you don't like the feeling of offending people. At the end of the day, you don't want to do it. It's not at all. It's not it. at all. But the show isn't about it's offense. You're, you're listening to the wrong show. You want to be offended. The show isn't about offense. I don't want to be offended. You do. You you get else. horny. You get horny being offended. Oh, come on, please stop it. I, 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 I get it for somebody else who's more vulnerable and more, more hurt. So I don't get hurt. No, you don't get hurt because you're, you're, you're not vulnerable. But, but the, you know, tell me one other caller then that's, that's vulnerable. Go on. How do you uh, know? There are people who call you have drinking problems. Right. And calling I, you from I, rehab. Yeah. A lot of people calling you from rehab. No, there's not. And, no, there's not. We've never, we have never had one call from rehab. Try again. You know what I mean? People no, I don't know what you mean. You use the word re, you use the word rehab. We've never had a caller from rehab. Try again. People who are rehabilitating themselves from situations they've been through. What does that mean? Everyone's rehabilitating. Everybody is rehabilitating yeah, themselves from situations they've been through. Sam, the guy who takes the Sam, the guy who takes the phones, is rehabilitating himself from situations he's been through. Catherine, exactly. everybody is. Everybody exactly. is. You're talking exactly. nonsense. You're just saying words exactly. that don't mean anything. Exactly. Yeah, so you don't try to rub it in, then. You know, if I'm you rubbing it in that you're day, talking out of your ass. Oh come on, please! That's that's that. I'm not called for. I don't I don't care. It's your problem, your language problem, not my problem. No, it's your but, it's uh, your it's you know, your you it's your stupidity like problem. Well, you think your rating is going to go up when you tell somebody like that? No, yeah? but you're but your you're being stupid. Be, yeah, no, you, you want me to you want me, John? Fine. You want me to sit here, let people yeah. talk utter utter rubbish, and no, then go no. what? Thanks very much for the call. Try Thanks for that. Use your multi-talented. Uh, way without being rude. That's all. Take that. Some people deserve. Some people deserve. Out. Some people deserve rudeness. Yeah, could be. Some, could be. And you. And you. Are you happy to perform it? Some people deserve that. Some. Some you people. You happy to do it, right? Some people. Are you happy to do it? Some people deserve yeah. rudeness. And you are at their service to do it for them. It comes from niceness, does it? If people deserve rudeness, then I will be rude. Very happy to be rude to them. You're, you're a racist. Somebody else do it. You're a racist, and you're you're a. I'm you, not. You are. You, you you said that um the, the um the, the horrible incident at the Israeli-Palestinian yes. border the and other day. And a day later, lo and behold, a day later, you did not apologize when no. there was the news that 50 people of them yes was mentioned in a, yes. an Arab station that yes. they were all fighters. Yes, but you said you said, you said no. I, I didn't call you about that. Yeah, if you, could you let me? Could, hello. Uh, yeah, here's the thing. Yeah. I didn't apologise to you because you no. said that every single one of them was throwing weapons, was throwing rocks well, and petrol bombs. You said there were there were about fighters. five there were about five thousand people there. You said every <laughs> well, single it, one was it, throwing it, weapons. It, 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 listen, I'm not a racist. People who know me know I'm not a racist. So, right, you said right. that all of them, yeah. and there were about four or five thousand people, all of them I said, I said, were I, said, I bet, I bet there yeah. were fighters. That's what yeah. I said. You, you said, said, you said that, no, you didn't, you I didn't. Bet. John, here's the thing, I've got great memory. I haven't. But you said every single one of them was throwing, um, was throwing, uh, rocks or petrol bombs. And now you're Look saying you, 50. I, don't, I didn't come on to attack you. I yes, you literally, you literally did. No, That's I what didn't. you literally what came on for, John. I asked you for one thing. Have mercy. You got called out last time. You, you got... don't have to have mercy on me. Hey. You cannot, you don't have how to How about, John, John, do you yeah. have, do you have mercy for the baby that was killed? 
Very much so. Okay. Do you have mercy? Was was the baby throwing rocks? The baby throwing rocks. The baby doesn't throw rocks. Do you have what mercy you for the guy in the wheelchair that died? Hundred percent. Really? Because you were you yeah. were cheering it on the other day. Never, never, ever. Oh, I've John, the people your advice. Self-defense. I, I, I your advice. Here's, no, no, no. Here's, here's the thing, John. Your own advice was to go back and listen to yourself and, and realise yeah. that you're and wrong. I, and I yeah, think you need to go and do that, brother. It's available on YouTube. I, I can think you need myself. to go and do that. Yeah, it's you're a, of the cough okay. comments. But the day, the last few days, the day, the day I take every day for something else. Okay. Obviously, John, there's something John, that you need to change. I'm telling you. I'm not deploying you. You're telling me that I need to change. Okay, but yet you still listen. Here's the thing, John. The day that I take advice from someone who claims that uh, all of 5,000 protesters oh, come on. are throwing this rocks one and way. petrol Ask bombs. Your therapist. your therapist will tell you that this is just the way... Ooh, bringing in the mental health in, John. Another little bit of yeah, bigotry maybe there. Maybe I have a therapist as well. Or maybe somebody else Jesus, has a I don't know. I hope you're not a therapist. Have, you're, you're bringing it... Listen, now you're showing horrible bigotry and prejudice again, John. So thanks for your call, man. Bye. What oh, a pleasant gentleman. Um, Kieran, Chris, Sally, Simon, and um, we've got someone here who just wants to listen to the show. Enjoying the show so far? It just got good. Okay. Oh no, you're not. You're not listening. He's not listening. He's not listening. God, all of the freaks. My history of freaks are coming out tonight. Flipping it. Don't let that guy on, please. Oh man, alive. Can we dig out that John Ronson interview? <laughs> Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you'd like to give us a call, uh, this is the late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
that'll do, wouldn't it? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We've disappeared a little bit up, up our own wazoos as we uh, reassess the ethics, the morals of this show. Um, and I'm not, I'm not doing this so you can all phone in and go, oh yeah, we love you and we think you're brilliant and you're such a great guy. Um, I'm not, it's not why I'm doing it at all. And you know, but most of you will know that's not why I'm doing it. It's something I'm, I'm sure is suspicious. But I genuinely, you know, it has been brought to my attention that that that, that some that a family is upset about how we treated, um, you know, their brother and their son and and um uh and that breaks my heart man that actually breaks my heart and um and we will finish the show we've got another 54 minutes to go before paul ross comes on and does his thing um but um you know maybe in that instance in that instance most of the other instances i'm pretty cool maybe in that instance we did get it no 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 sorry maybe in that instance i did get it wrong um and uh we'll kind of see what we've got to do we've got a load of calls so if you've been waiting for a while i apologize let's get through these let's go to kerry good evening kerry hi hey kerry how you doing not too bad thank you good what you got for us um uh, i listen most evenings and i watch you on youtube um, i've never rung or anything before but i was watching oh. and seeing how um up genuinely you're upset you were and this is coming from my daughter i've got three children my daughter's 21 and yeah. she's severely autistic um, you know, she wouldn't be able to call into your radio station. Her level of disability is very severe. Yes. But just talking from a perspective from a, from a family with uh, a member of the family with a, a severe disability or any disability, what Catherine said hit the nail on the head when she said that the brother has probably spent the whole, his whole life defending, yeah, of course. being protective towards their brother. And as a mother and my two sons, we're the same with my yeah. daughter. Yeah. So I can understand their initial, what might um, appear as a, an extreme reaction to what they've discovered. I can understand that because it's just within their, within themselves. They've had to do it for so many years. I've had to do it myself. Yeah. How? So what I, I suspect, I don't know what will happen, is that they will, will calm down. They will settle down and, and look at it a bit more rationally and and um, be able to understand more from where you're coming from. I can see where you're coming from, and I can see you genuinely didn't mean any offense at all and i believe me i would tell you if i thought you you did <laughs> um, <laughs> good because of coming from that perspective so but it just upset me watching you and i i could if nobody they hadn't seen you on youtube i, I was watching you and i could see how genuinely you were both upset and 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 don't stop doing what you're doing but i think it would be a good time to maybe stop and and try and learn from these things yes Oh, God, definitely, definitely. And Catherine and I, during the break, have already... Well, we can name at least one caller. Here's the thing. Catherine came up with a brilliant definition. Do we think they are in on the joke? Because the show is a joke. The whole show is a joke, right? It's a joke. Do we think they are in on the joke? Are we laughing with them, or are we laughing at or about them? And we can certainly... We've certainly come up with one caller. We think, actually, they're probably not in on the joke. So... Um, well, not fully, not fully enough to know what's going on. No, no. And once or twice, um, a couple of listeners, I felt, oh, that's. I'm not quite comfortable with yeah. that. Yeah. But that's a, a tiny minority out of them. But yes, I think that's something that you could perhaps look at and just think, if it makes you feel that uncomfortable, you're not sure. Maybe it's better to move on and 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 go on to people where they're capable of being in on the joke. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I think that might be the way forward. Yeah. Hey, Kerry- <laughs> It's not. It's, it's difficult. It's difficult. But just from from a, from a mother who's got a daughter mm. like that, um, I really feel for you this evening, and um, and just just keep up with what you do so well. Thanks, Kerry. I appreciate that. I'm getting I'm getting tweets now um, shaming me and things, and that, that makes me feel lousy. Thank you, Kerry. I appreciate that. Let's go to Emily. Good evening, Emily. 
Hey, Ian. Hey, Emily. How are you? The second call, man. Emily's getting addicted. She's getting addicked. <laughs> well, I was um, half listening to that. I apologise, but I, I was just starting to need to phone in and just not um, kiss ass or anything, but just to affirm that it's such a important place to show for people who can feel like they called, could call in and just uh, say, I've never felt um, excluded from the show. I've always felt very welcome. Sorry, Emily, what were you saying? I was only half listening. I do apologise. <laughs> oh, oh he's horrible. He's horrible. Burn! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm teasing. Um, it, it, our philosophy has always, and thank you for that, Emily. Our philosophy has always been everybody is welcome to call. People with um, with speech difficulty, everybody is everybody is welcome yeah. to call. And the fact that we are now saying, Catherine and I are saying, well, maybe not everybody is welcome to call. That breaks my heart because mm. it feels like a huge betrayal of the ethos of what I do. But I think it's I think it's probably necessary, and it's certainly something we have to think about, um, because I don't. Um, oh, I don't know. I'm going to cry. I know exactly what you're talking about heart. because you don't want to hurt anyone, and you don't want anyone to be hurt because they hear their family member being on and you know and sounding vulnerable. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, and it's a difficult one to navigate. I I understand. I actually think it's really important that this has happened tonight. Maybe we needed to just have a rethink. You know, I'm just I'm just sorry that a family has been so hurt and offended in the process. You know, it was never the intention. But you know, we'll do what we can about it. We're never going to fix it for them, I don't think. Hey, um, Emily, your sister's got balls, hasn't she? Did you see her sister? I can't remember. I can't remember her name. What's her name? Ellen. Yes. Did you see her? Yeah. She tweeted the clip of Emily calling in and stuff. And as I often do when people tweet and that I don't, I've not seen before, I, sometimes I'll go and look at their Twitter biogs and their feeds and stuff. And I was looking at your sister and she, I can't quite work out what she is apart from nuts. <laughs> she went to a, like a Comic-Con expo, you know, like a, um, a cosplay type thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dressed up as the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> Um, which is this brilliant American sitcom, uh, uh, and um, she is that is that the one that we started watching? Is that the one where they're in the but they start off yes. in the bunker? Yes. So and she, yeah. yeah. So and so her sister went. Uh, there's a scene in it which we didn't get to, Kath, where she is kind of dancing in New York City with um, the, the, her flatmate who's dressed up as Iron Man. So her sister went to this this uh, cosplay thing dressed as Kimmy Schmidt, and she looked spot on. Spot on, right? And she's going up to all these Iron Men things and doing the dance pose with them. And a lot of them didn't get it, but did it. Yes. And a couple of them got it. And there's just the and the I was looking at these pictures in hysterics. Wonderful. In hysterics. What? Now is Emily? Because I did, I didn't dwell too long, so I didn't want to be like that stalker bloke we had on who pushed dog poo through a woman's letterbox. But is, oh, yeah. is she a comedian? Is she a comedian? Um, she's a YouTuber. So yeah, she is in that sort of area. Yeah. I'm going to look at some of the videos. She was very, very funny. It was not because I was. She's I was. A, a, go on. A gaming YouTuber. So. 
Okay. I'm going to go and have a little look because I was, I was, first of all, I'm always moved when there's support from a family and she was, you know, very proud of you. And then I looked at these pictures and I I was just laughing, man. (laughs) It was funny. I'm going to go and check out some of her videos. Cool. Nice one, Emily. Always lovely to talk to you. I'll see you on Sunday. See you on Sunday. It's going to be a car crash. (laughs) See you later. Bye. Um, it's funny, man. Um, let's go to Sally. Good evening, Sally. Hello. Hello, Sally. Hello, you're all right. Yeah, good, thanks. You want all right? Yeah. Yeah, no, um, not really. Feeling lousy. No, so yeah, I know. Um, well, I was going to say, right, my son's autistic and he has ADHD. And we find it's very difficult to try and get them to live as normal life as possible. You know, um, the schools are involved and other professionals and things like that. So the idea that my son couldn't phone up a show like yours and say something funny or something wacky or something because a few people are going to take the mickey out of him to then have to tell him, you know what, Jack, you can't phone Ian tonight because you're autistic and and people are taking the mickey out of you. I I would say balls to him. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he should... You know, yeah, he's autistic. He's going to say funny things. He's going to say weird things, strange things. But there things. are there are level. There are autism is a spectrum, as we hear. So there are yeah. levels of uh, o- o- autism, and I I would imagine that means there are levels of awareness. Yeah. Um, but there were levels within that person too. One day yeah. he, he could right. be sensible, and then the next day, completely different. So you could, or you could have different, you know, types of calls from him. Yeah. So what do you do about that? What, what, how do you police that? You know, my my son should be able to say what he wants to say without people taking the mick. And if they do take right. the mick, it should give. He should be able to carry on saying the things that he wants right. to say. I'm going to tread very carefully because I don't want to name anybody. Right. But there is a yeah. caller that Catherine and I are a, a, a suggestion that perhaps we use this phrase in on the joke out of the joke right mm, um, yeah. and there is a caller that um phones in do i need to say any more do you know who i'm talking no, about no i think i know exactly who you're talking about yeah. okay um there is there is an older caller um that we think maybe isn't in on the joke yeah. but he's very lucid when he calls in he gets a real kick yeah. out of calling he enjoys calling yeah. in um is he, in, is he in on the joke enough, Sally, to be part of the show, for example, or, or are we laughing at him? That's a tough one, man, isn't it? It is a tough one, and the person I think that you're talking about is, it brings him joy to do what he's doing. It, it gives him a, a purpose, you know, it, you know, it's like a purpose for him to ring. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've probably been a bit about him in the past, you know, maybe not got it you know, clocked on to maybe that he's slightly, I think he's autistic personally. Mm. But it's, it's very difficult. It's difficult. What do you do? And he you, does you come can't... on. He comes on and he wants to do his thing. He wants to entertain. Yeah. Um, and he wants to have a joke. Are we laughing at him, though? Or is it with affection because we've come to know him? You know, it's... I think it's quite endearing. I think it's, I think, I think this person in particular, I think we're, we're all very fond of. But and their family member, if they found a video and it was just a, you know, a whatever, two-minute clip or whatever, it would look yeah. like we were ripping the piss out of him, wouldn't it? But, but to, you know, 
you know what, with people with autism, my son comes out with things that we just sit there and, and it's hilarious. And and what do we do? Do we not laugh at the things that he says because he's autistic? You know, he, he will say things that are, are funny. You know, you know, we were we were sat on a train once, and he was looking at a bottle of water, and it said, and he was really looking confused. And I said to him, "What's wrong?" And he said, "It says still water on the bottle." I said, "Yeah." And he said, "But it's moving." And everybody around us just cracked out laughing mm. because it was a funny thing, but. It was, that's different when a family autism. does it. That's different when a family does it than when some, yeah, but, some bloke who's getting paid quite a few quid on the radio does it, isn't no, it? No, but, yeah, but there were other people who, who were, you know, who other passengers who thought what he said was funny. And, you know, what do I do? It was, it was funny. I, I, they probably would have guessed that he was on the spectrum to, to, to come out with something like that. But, but they say things that are funny and you can't, you know, control what, how you know what you you know react to it it's a, mess, it? it's it's a minefield a that's the thing and it would be better yeah, off just not even engaging which is awful that breaks my heart even thinking that yeah maybe we just don't but, let anybody call in maybe we just we just <laughs> don't have any everyone's fun. on the spectrum to a certain degree anyway and um, i mean you know yeah. oh dear all right nice one sally thank I you i don't know anyway cheers bye thank you. bye <laughs> Uh, Simon, Kieran, Chris, stay there. Come to you in a bit. 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Disappearing slightly up our own wazoo, but it's. I think it's an important conversation. Um, let's go to Kieran. Good evening, Kieran. Oh, hi. Hey, Kieran. Hiya. I feel a bit redundant now because I think people have made the point that I wanted to make. Make it better than those losers, Kieran. Go on, you can do it. Okay, okay. Well, then if I can just remind you of the interview Dante you had earlier on in the week of the young woman who had the petrol attack. Yeah, Kirsten, yeah. Yes, yes. And then I would never normally listen kind of to anything like that because if I picture it and then I feel bad for the family and mm. you know, but that I stuck with it and then it was a wonderful interview. And then and then they told a story about being in a restaurant, and and then one of the young people had had and kind of Mickey Mouse ears on and the waiter made a joke and then the dad. They kind of made another joke about one person having two sets of ears, yeah, and and then another family member not having any ears at all, uh, and I was mortified at that, uh, you know, and they kind of thought it was a funny story for them, yeah, but I was like, oh, oh my god, and they kind of thought I would never say anything like that. But really, it made you uncomfortable, isn't it? Interesting, yeah. Yeah, but they are a family, and they all laughed around that table, and I imagine you probably felt a little bit. Oh, okay then, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But they are a family and they can say things. And then they can, that's how families work. Yeah, of course. Uh, and then they can, what you and Kath have, have and they can have nurtured is like a radio family. Oh, gosh, you're going to say yeah. over the age of Kieran. Uh, 
and then I phoned up a long time ago, and, and then we started talking about my stutter, and, and I think it ended with you doing some over the radio and the kind of hypnotherapy, and then actually shouting at me because of I had a stutter. Oh, yeah, that was it. We uh, shouted. We shouted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I loved every single second of that because of I felt part of the family, yeah, mm. like part of the gang. Uh, and if anyone calls up, if they are a repeat caller, I genuinely believe they are part of the family mm. and they are part of the gang. So, you know, I don't know exactly the people that you're talking about, but if they are a repeat caller, they are getting a lot out of that. And I think that's kind of something that should be remembered. Because if they felt hurt, you know, like if I felt hurt and I thought that he was taking the mickey, I would never call back. I would stop listening. But then these people don't do that. And they can advance the phone up and they entertain and they get a massive buzz out of it. But because because they are family. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate you saying that. I think the problem mm. we have is whether they are too vulnerable to realise yeah. that it's not just... They get a buzz out of it, but do they understand that they're being funny for a different reason? Yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? And, and are we laughing I at do. them for a different reason? Well... Well, and they can have only you two know that, yeah. right? Because, because if only you two know that if you're laughing at them or with them, yeah. I think we know the answer. Yeah. And they can have, but also, if people who are vulnerable are phoning up late night talk radio shows, surely they can have, someone should know about that. Mm. You know, like if I had, if I had someone in my car and they were making phone calls to a radio station, I kind of want to know what was going on. I kind of want to know what they were getting into it. I don't know if there was a form of uh, bullying. Yeah. So I don't think the re- so then I don't think the uh, kind of responsibility is uh, kind of fully on you guys because I think it's great that you're thinking about it and actually going, you know, the kind of what is our mission statement. I think that's wonderful, but I don't think all of the burden should be on you guys. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. Okay, um uh, you said some really powerful things. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Okay. Stop stammering! Stop stammering! I'm cured. There we go. It, it works, works again. <laughs> it works again. Yeah, it uh, works. You're a good yeah. sport, man. Thank you, Kieran. Okay. Bye bye. It did work. Didn't you say? Wasn't it something about if he shouts back, he doesn't stammer? There we go. Um, he had me going then. Um, yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And me. But you know, I think it's right we question it. Hey, Chris. Hello, mate. How you doing? Welcome to the Giggle Factory. <laughs> what, what have you called in to laugh about tonight? Hello, <laughs> Kath. You're right. Yeah, I'm okay. Good stuff. Um, I normally um, call. Uh, I don't call that regularly, but uh, when I do call, it's normally quite formulated. I, I've kind of made notes to myself to hit, so I know what I want to talk about and stuff. Yeah. And and uh, I. Um, was watching telly and I just um, had a glance on Twitter and saw what I saw and I just felt compelled to, to, to call you. Mm. So I'm going to do my best trying to make whatever lame point it is that I'm trying to make probably very badly. Listening to the other callers, I think I'm in big trouble, but uh, I will do my best. Um, so I um, actually had a, a family member with disability, my, my brother, um, he passed away when he was eight and I was three, so I, I don't really have any memories of him. 
um, he was very um, severely disabled in, in, a, in a number of different ways. And um, I spent most of my life, and I still continue to spend most of my life, fighting against the uh, use of the S-word in yes. relation to disabled people. I can't even bring myself to say I'm just that. walking away to turn the aircon down, but I can still hear you. Sorry. Okay, tree cool. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> I'm coming back. Go, go, He's go. coming back slowly. Um, slowly. I've gotten in. I got into so many fights when I was a kid because yeah. somebody said it and and stuff. And still to this day, I, I, I tackle people head on. I do it a little bit more, less aggressively and more just from a, a, a reasoned point of view. Yeah. Um, because I, I, as far as I'm concerned, the use of that kind of word is is uh, as bad as using the the N word with mm. relation to people of colour or, yeah. or whatever. It's the same thing. Yeah. Anyway, however, I kind of relatively recently, I kind of looked back over, I was reminiscing over my time at, at college and I was in a, a drama group with a, uh, and there was a lad in this um, sort of drama club who had Down syndrome mm. um, and he was a lovely fella. Um, very typical of um, people with Down syndrome. He was a big tank of a lad, um, but lovely, gentle as, as anything, and uh, but he had some quirks, mm. shall we say. Mm. Um, he told us about scripts that he was writing, um, and um, they always involved Inspector Clouseau and Lieutenant Frank Drebin. Those were, those, those were the, the <laughs> that would be a wicked characters. script. Well, that would be a brilliant script, those and two they, together. Yeah, and, they were, and the scripts were always called To Catch a Thief. Didn't matter what the story <laughs> was, the title was always to catch a thief. Mm. So he used to, you know, tell us all this stuff, and he also had this other very odd habit of he would walk into uh, the rehearsal room, and there's normally tables and chairs about, and he would lie face down on top of the table, very still, for a moment, yeah. and then he would. Grind, I think, is probably okay. the word I'm reaching for here. Yep, 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 yep. Now, we laughed. Mm. And I kind of, I don't know why it came into my head, but it came into my head and I suddenly thought, God, I've been doing all of this, what I see as fighting for my brother and his legacy, for want of a better word, yeah. um, and protecting him. And am I... Actually, am I being hypocritical because I was reacting in that way to, to this this young lad? Mm. Um, but the more I thought about it, and it kind of got compounded recently when I started doing some voluntary work um, with a, a number of people with, with disabilities of, of all sorts, physical and, and mental, and they're, uh, again, they say, they come out with funny things, they do funny things, and it was, and. I laughed, and but I noticed that the staff, you know, who are paid to do this for a living, they are as well. Mm. But I think, and again, you know, I this point's probably been already made, and it's probably been made a lot better and succinctly than me, but there, I feel like there's a difference between pointing and laughing and just reacting. Yeah, yeah. Do you know I, what I mean? I, I get you've that. Got, you've got kids... I've got kids, you know what it's like, Cass got kids, you know, they say something inappropriate and you, you know it's wrong to laugh, but you can't, you can't help it. It's an honest reaction to it. Mm. It's, it, as long as that person's not being victimised, 
I don't feel, and I don't know what what this call was mm. that, that spurred this all on. I, I I I'm not familiar with it, and you know, I, uh, if I heard it, I don't know. Perhaps I'd I'd have a different opinion. Mm. But that uh, you know, from an outsider, that's I guess that's that's kind of my thoughts on it in in terms of also my family history. Um, I guess the other, the other thing that came to mind whilst I was waiting um, was I, I remembered. Do you remember when Katie Price had her son on... Oh, yeah, he called everyone the C-word, yeah. And he dropped the C-bomb. He yeah. said, hello, you C. Yeah. Now... That's funny. Can, it, can anyone tell me that's not funny? Yeah, that's funny. It's now, funny, isn't it? was that laughing at him? Or was it just funny? Do you mean, I've, I feel like there's a, there's a difference there. Um, yeah, there is a difference. I think it's funny because you know daytime television is so well protected and for someone just to casually and you know drop that that this biggest of all the swear words but also on it. perfectly in context yeah perfectly in context and um yeah i mean that's how i i mean to be honest that's how i greet yeah. people yeah well exactly but it's it's, <laughs> it's I mean, you're lucky i didn't say it tonight it's <laughs> funny because of that it's not funny because it was a dis- it was a boy with difficult dis- disabilities. I don't know what the correct term is, but you know it's, it wasn't funny because of his disabilities. Yeah, it was funny because someone said the, the biggest swear word on loose women or whatever it was, and that was yeah. funny. But this lad, at this uh, there's a, a lad, at this um, a voluntary um, place I volunteer, sorry, should I say? Yeah. Um, called um, Ashley, and um, I'm not sure what exactly his his condition is, but again, I mean he's he's huge, he's absolutely massive. He, he's he's probably I'd say he's as tall as, as having met you. He's definitely as tall as you, right? But he is probably almost half as wide as well. Yeah. And um, he um, I can't repeat what he said because it was filthy. But he was just, he, he, started, he was singing, he loves, he loves music, much like my brother did. He loves music, and he was singing along to his song. He sent, sang very false, falsetto, and, and I said, blimey, that was a bit high, mate. You're going you're gonna to break my glasses in a minute. Mm. And then he proceeded to then go higher and higher and higher oh, with obscenities. Oh, and I was laughing my head off him, and then I stopped, and I said... I said, I'm really sorry. I shouldn't. I shouldn't be laughing at you like that. And he was like, "Why? Because I'm. I'm. I'm trying to make you laugh, Tommy." <laughs> you know? There we go. Yeah. You can't. You, uh, and I, uh, this is no way trying to invalidate what this family are, are feeling. But there's. But then from the flip side of it, I've been in their place where you're you're fiercely overprotective, and you, you, you know what I mean. Sometimes you 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 can't see the the the. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I, I mean, know, I you, know can't see, you can't see the woods for the trees kind yeah, of thing, do you know? Do. Yeah, I do. It oh. was a shock for them to find it. I get it. I, it was a shock for them to find it on YouTube. And it was a shock for you to get the message that you've been getting tonight um, from them as, as well. And, I'm, and you know, as, as a, I can hear it I, as, whilst the feed was on. I could see that you were both, you know, devastated. And I think that's a, I think that's a true sign of... of how it's made you feel mm. because if you didn't care you wouldn't be reacting that way but you both have said that's never been our attention um i know that as a long long-term listener of of not only this show but of of, of all the radio that you've done Ian. Mm. um um and I, I can't say i always agree with everything that you do what? funny enough i was listening to an old uh podcast of of this show at work today and you were an argument with someone, and I was shouting <laughs> at you. What? 
in my car. I'm going right off this guy. This is about to turn. (laughs) Turns out he's an idiot. No, I don't. Well, that's, you know, hey, listen, um, I saw Richard Maidley today, Chris. There is almost a connection to this story. And I don't know if you heard last night, we played the brilliant clip where he's interviewing Gavin Williamson, the Defence Secretary, okay. on Good Morning Britain. And he's asking a question. He's asking him this, this specific question. When you told Russia to go and get lost, do you regret using those words? And, and Gavin Williamson will go, well... The situation is that with Russia right now, it's a very... Te- and, and Richard kept going, no, 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 no. Answer the question. Do you regret telling Russia to get lost? Well, the situation with Russia is that the, the poisoning was... No, no. And he asked him four or five times, and the guy wouldn't answer him. Richard went, right, cut the interview, cut the interview. He's not answering. I don't want to talk to him. And I, I, I saw Richard Maley today. And I said, Richard, I've got to say... That was a blinding bit of television. It was great. Mm. It was exciting for two reasons. One, because you put a politician in his place and that whole game of not answering questions bugs the hell out of me. Mm. And two, it was exciting television and it felt dangerous. And he said, well, yeah, thank you for saying that. If I'm completely honest, it was a little bit of theatre. I knew mm. exactly what I was doing and I was, I was, um, uh, I was creating a piece of theatre, right? And... And I and I got that, and that's what this show is, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's a piece of theatre. It's a three-hour improvised piece of theatre, and sometimes it's comedy, and sometimes it's tragedy, and sometimes it's surreal, um, and sometimes you know, you, you know, my arguments are they're generally rooted in a true belief, mm-hmm. but from time to time, let's give away some of the secrets. From time to time, that true belief is um, either deliberately... That belief is either deliberately misplaced in stupidity, I'm playing the idiot, or it's it's my apparent concern about that belief is magnified for theatrical entertainment. You know, you don't want to go to, a, to see, a, see a play and someone, you know... You, you, and people aren't engaging on an active level. They're walk, yeah, they're walking it's, through it. Yeah, yeah, it's like, you know, I, I, got, I got so many complaints when... I did a show saying I thought Abba was shit. Oh, so many complaints. <laughs> they are, though. Mostly from me. Well, no, I did not. They're right, brilliant. They, all right, here's the thing. <laughs> I really like about a dozen of Abba songs. I really like them, right? right. I, think the, I think the albums are disappointing. I don't think they've ever had a decent album in the same way that the Beatles have had. You know, the Beatles albums, I think, are great. But that, that I, like, I, I don't mind Abba. If someone said they've got some tickets to go and see Abba, I'd go and see Abba. Of course I would. But, you know, I took this kind of small thing that I do think Abba are a little bit overrated and their albums are disappointed. And I turned it into, I think, Abba are rubbish, and anyone that says otherwise is an idiot, right? It's, it's, it's an oversimplification of my actual beliefs. Yeah. And it's theatre. It's, if, if I come on and do a show and go, you know, Abba, well, I really like 12 of their songs, but I don't think their albums are that great. What do you think? Give us a call. <laughs> That's mm. not a show. Yeah. That's not a show. Me coming and going, Abba are rubbish, and here's why. And if you disagree, that's a show. That's the, that's the theatre of it and and this show is a piece of theater and i think that people like you get it and i think that um simon who we're going to speak to next i think he probably gets it and i think a lot of people get it but i think more people don't get it as bill hicks once said yes it's just a ride here we go one last point before i go in yes right I just want to say. Here we go. Here we go. Right. Here we go. This is it now. Is this, this is what he's been building up to. Are you going to say? Are you going to say a big swear? Do we need to press the don't button? Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, no, I just want to say. Look, I know you're feeling crap, and uh, and I know whatever I say isn't going to change that, and I know it's going to stick with you, 
and um, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, you've been unwittingly and unwittingly there for me through some very tough times, whether I've just been listening or I when I called you up when my son was born, gasping for breath, mm, yeah. when uh, my sister disowned me, um, when she, she became an alcoholic and mm. she and she didn't want anything else to do with me, you were there for me um, when I just called up. The show you 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 have, uh, as as the the other call, as Kieran just just said a moment ago, put it beautifully, it is a family, and and I and I feel very blessed to be part of that family, and I um, your 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 show is there for a lot of lonely people. And I'm not necessarily saying I'm a lonely person, although I certainly have moments where I feel lonely. Yeah. Um, but that's what your show is. And the reality is that a lot of these people uh, who have disabilities, who don't work, who aren't involved in the community as actively as they effing well should be, are lonely. Mm. And they call your show. So please don't stop taking their calls. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate that, man. All right. Love you, brother. Up your bum. There we go. Isn't it? Isn't it? We're both we're both about to go. Don't because Paul Ross will be in soon. We don't Paul, we don't want Paul Ross to see us. No, don't let him see the weakness. He'll don't, go for it. He will do. <laughs> he will do. Uh, Simon and Jerry stay there. This is the late night alternative. It's uh, one hell of a show tonight um, on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Here we go. This is, this is a tweet from a dad, concerned dad. Um, he says, ah, oh, man, my daughter is 10, year, 10 years old and has autism. She writes her own songs. When she's older, I can imagine her phoning your show to play them down the phone to you. And I think you would encourage everyone to laugh at her. Maybe some callers need to stop calling. Is that what we're doing with, with callers? You maybe have, have, are autistic or something. Um... And play songs. Is that what we're doing? Encouraging people to laugh at them? Do we... Do do we... Are we encouraging people to laugh at them? Yes. Yes, we probably are. Okay. Is there a different way? I've all... Uh, we're talking about Nigel. I've all... I've always felt uncomfortable about Nigel's calls. For several reasons. But I, quite often after the show, I've said to Kath... We've had the conversation should we be taking that call? Should we be taking that call? And he's been phoning radio stations. Here's the thing. He's been phoning radio stations for 25 years, okay? No one else is having that conversation. <laughs> There's no other producer, presenter going, should we be putting that guy on? They just go, they just put him on. They go, great, we've got five minutes, you know, of, of a character. But we've had that conversation a lot. So... Is him coming on and enjoying himself enough of a justification? I don't... After today, I don't want to take that chance. I don't, I don't want that I, on my conscience. I think it is... I think him coming on and enjoying himself is, but maybe I have to gauge my interaction. But we can't, we can't be responsible for the the listener's response to it. Mm. No. Well, we can't be responsible for the listener's response, but we can certainly uh, measure ours. But at the same time, we're responsible for throwing him out there, aren't we? Um, no, no. Really? I, I don't, I don't. I wouldn't have thought this until 
but I wouldn't have thought it so black and white until today. But I'm I'm mortified about what's happened tonight. Oh yeah, I know. Isn't it terrible? And so, you know, what would someone who doesn't know the show, who's related to Nigel, think about it? I know exactly what they think about it. I think. Well, no, I don't. No, no, no. I don't think you do. I, I, I don't think you do, and I don't think it's the uh, Simon and Jerry. I'll get you in a minute. I promise. I don't think it's the act of him phoning in. I think it's it's the interaction with me, mm. you to a lesser extent with me. I think that's the issue. Them phoning in is one thing. The way I interact with with them when they're on is the bigger thing, I think. Because it sets a tone. Well, if I take the piss, which I probably have done with Nigel. Well, because it's become a kind of... um... Okay, well, we can correct that. Mm. We can correct that. I can correct that. That's easily correctable. Anyway, 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 anyway. Let's go to Simon. Good evening, Simon. Hello. Hey, man. Yeah, what you got for us? Right, um, just a couple of things, quickly. Um, first things first, um, this show is a highlight of my day. Oh. Okay, I, I, I drive for a living, as you know, because I'm normally driving when I talk to and you. We know that, living. blimey, so you've yeah. got the worst line in the world. <laughs> <laughs> right, I know I'm going to get grief, especially if I come out with something stupid, and have done in the past, I know that's half of the course. But... People are ringing you of their own free will. People are listening to you of their own free will. And if somebody doesn't like what they hear, they can turn off. Now, when it comes to a certain gentleman who you're talking about as well, he thrives on uh, attention. It doesn't matter what type of attention it is. If you see his YouTube videos, um, he just wants to be out there and be heard. And if you take that away from him he's going to be a lot more damaged than if you were to continue doing what you're doing. Now, the thing is this. I have dropped, not now, but I have had drivers working for me, multiple drivers working for me. And I've always said the same thing to them. If you make a mistake, the actual mistake you make is not the issue. The art of it and, and, and the thing that matters about it is how you approach correcting that mistake. Mm. That is the important bit. And you've obviously made a mistake. You didn't know about it. It was unwitting. It was just, it's just one of those things that, you know, this has happened, and it's happened, and it's fact, and there's no, you can't go back from it, but it's how you go forward that matters. You've done everything you can tonight and more to try and make amends and appease that family. If they can't accept your apology and move forward and find a way with you to mutually go forward, um, then I'm sorry, and this is going to sound horrible, but that's now their problem. Because you've done everything you can to prove that you didn't mean it and that um, it was all done in the spirit of things, and that's what your show is about, etc., etc., etc. If you go changing that now, it ruins it and spoils it for everybody. And I'm afraid you can't please everybody. If there was any malice in what you did, fine. 
and the fact that what you've done to try and, like you said, you've just done it on the air, in passion, the plea on the air. What can I do? Please tell me what I can do. That speaks, that's, that's it. That's, that's all you, that we need to hear. Mm. And that's all they need to hear. Then you look at the things that, you know, look at the structure of your show. So what other show can you listen to that goes from such light to such dark? In the last couple of months, I've heard you fill a woman's cupboard with shopping, no. order and pay for a guy that hadn't eaten to have a pizza. Oh, yeah, the pizza. That was good, that. And he phoned up. That was yeah. great. Right at the end of the show, he phoned up and said, it's arrived. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Go yep. Right. I've heard you deal with knobheads, but, but genuine, proper knobheads. Yeah. Um, I've heard you um, counsel people through dark times because, and, and, and I, as you know, I've been through it and do go through it myself. Uh, and I've also had um, the, the joys of the, of, of the fun and, and everything else that goes with it. Where else can you get entertainment like that? It's something for everybody. You two are a couple of little gems. And if you change things now, I don't think that's fair on you, and I don't think that's fair on us. And I think that if that family cannot accept your apology and, you know, take this one on the chin in the spirit that things were meant, then that's their problem, man. Simon, listen, man, I'm going to move on because we've got a couple more calls, but I appreciate what you said, and I, heard, I, I was listening to what you said. Thank you very much indeed. Um... No calls from now on. It's going to be a mime show. We're not even going to talk. <laughs> We're just going to mime. Actually, that'd be one way of not offending anyone. Although someone would be someone offended. Would be I told you my eldest, who's eight, the other day, the boys were sat with me, and the eldest went, um, "Daddy, can I?" Dad, I think I went, "Dad, can I ask you a question?" I went, "Yeah." And he, he, he looked really nervous. Said, you know, you can ask me anything, man. You know, you can ask me anything. And he held up both hands, and he held up one hand, sort of um, covering his other hand. And he made a fist behind the other hand. And he said. Why is this rude? And I could see behind the fist. There was a finger. It, there was a finger, and it was it, it was a finger. And I, Peeping. And, I, and I I burst out laughing, and I said, I said, you know what? I don't know why it is rude, but it is rude. I said there, there are two versions, and we went through it, and I and I showed him the V's. I said this is kind of the British version, mm-hmm. and this is the American version. It's called flipping the bird, which they found hilarious. <laughs> this finger's the bird. And I said, and it is rude. And I said, I'd really like it if you didn't kind of bandy it around and certainly didn't use it in school and things. Um, and just be aware that some sim- gestures have a lot of power behind them and upset some people. And they said, why? And I said, I don't, I, I don't, honestly, I don't know the answer to that question. It goes back years and I don't know. But it is rude. It doesn't offend me and it doesn't upset me. And I'm glad you felt that you could. And it was, but it was funny, man. My little boy hold it, flipping me the birds. See, that's the way I deal with it as well. <laughs> My kids ask me what words mean. I'll tell them and yeah. I'll also tell them why it's not appropriate for them to use them. But they know what the meaning is. Yeah. Right. My mum and dad just said that's the worst word in the world. Yeah, I got my I got soap in my mouth oh. for saying SH1T in front of my mum wow. once. Um, that just taught me not to swear in front of my mum. <laughs> My six-year-old then said, are there rude words? Are there, are there swear words? I said, yeah, yeah. He said, what? I said, well, what do you think the rudest word is? He went, stupid. So there's some a little bit worse than that. <laughs> Idiot. Some worse than that. And then he went, 
shut up, stupid idiot. I said, <laughs> yeah, we're getting closer. We're getting closer to it. Uh, good evening, Jerry. Hello. Hello, Hi, Jerry. Can things up with a song? Yes. Trying to make you more cheaper. Pulp underwear. What? Pulp underwear. Pulp underwear? Yeah, What's... never heard it. No. Good song. Oh, the song. I, I thought oh, I you were describing... Yeah, yeah, I'll now, I'm just going to say it now. This was one of my favourites, so, Jerry. I'll try and mur- not murder you, then. Okay. Murder's a crime unless she's done by a policeman. Yes. Or else you're going to do a drummer in the club. Oh, a little bit of politics. Why don't you shut the door and close the curtains? Because you're not going anywhere. He's coming up the stairs. And in a moment, he'll want to see your underwear. I couldn't stop it now. There's no way to get out. He's standing far too near. How how did you get here? Standing naked in somebody else's room. I gave my whole life to see it. I'm going to go past them. Just you stood there. Stood there. In your underwear. Almost. Her fashion is your trade. It's sinister the way you think it is. Really menacing. Jerry? Jerry! Well, I want to say that's a shame, but I'm just being polite. (laughs) Um, Evening, Pat! Hello, Pat. We've not got long because I can I can smell Paul Ross edging his way in. He's got a very beautiful aroma. Oh, yes, he's, there he is at the door. Um, come and sit down, Paul. What you got for us, Pat? A bit, a bit quick one, mate, because I know you've not got much time. Yes. I just want to let you know that there's a lot of love out here for you. You're yeah. a total one-off, a yeah. total original. Yes. You make me laugh. You make me cry. I've been listening to you for years. Oh. Don't change what you're doing. Yes. And just imagine this. If Mr. Kellogg had turned round and said he had the kids and boy one off, we'd all be eating porridge. Uh, okay. Thank you, brother. Thank I you. love you. Thank you, Pat. Thank you very much indeed. Wise words. That was sweet. You make me laugh. You make me cry. You're the tinkle in my eye. I can't <laughs> let Ian go. <laughs> well, oh, I can't let Maggie go from back in the city. You're too young, you uh, two. Oh, I've got shoes older than no, you two. I'm not, I'm, I'm not too young to remember. I can't let Maggie Honey go. Honeybus, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Great band. I remember. I remember. Um, well, you've had an intense night, you two, tonight. Oh, but great listen, though, but very moving as well. Clipping, that man. What a show. We, we, we like to warm the audience up for you, Paul, and get them ready for... Uh, what is it What is it you do? Is it guff you do? Or? Tosh, please. How very tosh. dare you. Guff is Julia Hartless Bruiser. Yes. I do the tosh. There we go. I, I get those, always get those two confused. What you got for us tonight, Paul? On the show tonight, it's almost like we're wandering into a parallel universe. Uh, an earth that has countries called Cascadia, Pandania, and also oh. Aspacan, because there's an alternative World Cup happening. I'm not a big football fan. I watch a game or three, but... And it kicked off in London yesterday. Yeah. Eight matches, loads of teams from all over the world. It's the alter- the Rebel World Cup by wow. Conifa. All these countries who are either too small to be recognised by FIFA but are sovereign states, yeah. like Tuvalu, or are those disputed states. Tibet have entered a team blessed by the Dalai Lama wow. and those united team of Koreans from Japan. So we're talking representatives from those countries that should be countries. Blimey, that's all right. Cascadia is this disputed area. People want their own region, largely Native American, between... Uh, USA and Canada. Yeah. And it's a vast area. And so they've got a World Cup football team. That's incredible. Yep. So we're doing that. And also the first Akapi born in captivity for something like 60 years and happened in Chester Zoo. What's an Akapi? An Akapi what they call a forest giraffe. Right. And they were, they were only um, quantified as real in the year 1901. People thought they were fake animals. They thought they were pygmy giraffes. And one's been born in captivity wow. in Chester Zoo. Your, your, your <laughs> show is either the greatest hoax of all time. Oh, it could be that, yeah. <laughs> or it is your... your, your it's a mind build. <laughs> 
Um, it looks the World Cup starts on Saturday, doesn't it? Jeez. Yeah. Oh, I'm busy. But the alternative one starts, and they're playing at non, they're playing one at Slough Town. Are they? At non-league grounds around the M25. Oh. So they're Enfield, Slough Town, so I'm all for it. My boys now really want to go to a football match. Take them to that one. Yeah, That'll well, actually, them. Maidenhead's got a great ground, Has and it? they're run by the guy who used to play for West Ham, Alan Derbyshire, who no. won, the, uh, won the FA My Cup. My boys want to go to um, a champ- Champions League. Yeah. Because we go, can we go? To Reading, Ch- Reading Champions League. No, no, not cha- no. Oh, the ch- oh, not the championship. European. Oh, cha- oh no, Champions League. Real Madrid. That cost yeah, like one you, arm, one leg. Yeah, the European no. one. Because I said, why do you want to do that? Because that's where all the best players are. So it begins. <sighs> <Flip it. laughs> well, do you know what I'm going to do? Is I'm going to sit down with them. I'm going to watch an England match in the World Cup. Because because uh, it's what dads are supposed to do. And I'll teach them My dad the says that people ways. that follow England aren't proper football fans. Oh my, they're eight and six years old. Your dad's having a go at my kids? Yep. Well, your dad's a dick. <laughs> he's also a sports journalist. Oh, right. Fair play. Okay. Right. Well, he's, he's loud. He is. Well, he can be. Right. That, anyway, <laughs> it's on that, been one of those nights, I could tell. <laughs> oh. On that slightly awkward bombshell, that is it, dear listener. Thank you very much. Don't forget, you can go online uh, to the Talk Radio website, talkradio.co.uk, or iTunes, or Acast, or your usual podcast provider. You'll get the best of this. There's the interview with Kirsten, uh, which is uh, which is up, and there's a new episode of The Rabbit Hole. We may or may not be back tonight at 10. Who knows what the vibe will be? But Paul Ross will be on next from us. Ta-ta!